Hello, horror fam, best friends, and ghoulish knights, and welcome to the eighth, I was about to say seventh, but no, eighth episode of Murders with Mertens. This is a podcast about horror, the psychologically terrifying, the supernatural sci-fi horror, body horror, the horror-adjacent thrillers, scary films in general. Each episode, I intend to sit down with a guest and discuss one of their favorite scary films so we can gush about everything that makes it just so damned cool. I really have to give a massive shout out to everybody who has followed along for this couple of months. It's uh, been really fantastic. The um, wars that have sprung up on Twitter over views uh, have been incredibly entertaining. And I know that's just to help get me a few extra views there, but it is still much appreciated. And uh, yeah, yeah, Mark and Andy. Andy has, and Madeline, and Mario. You know who you are and you know what you've done. Uh, so, <laughs> so you've heard a laugh there. Uh, I don't want to waste any more time in introducing my guest for this evening, Joe Medforth from Twitch.tv's Joe Medforth. Joe, how the hell are you? I am fantastic, especially since when I saw that Murders with Mertens was a thing, I was like, I know a best friend who loves horror, and therefore that means I get to gush about horror, which is something that I don't get to do nearly often enough. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's something that's, I think, common in a lot of horror fans' lives, uh, in that, you know, we're, we're that outlier that uh, absolutely loves the genre, and all of our family members and most of our friends are like, yeah, I don't like scary movies. They think they don't like scary movies, but then you somehow convince your folks to watch The Strangers. So, you know, it... That's it, yeah. It's all about doing whatever you can to find that person or people who you can share it with. My own uh, flatmate who I live with, we seriously bonded over horror films. I think we're going to discuss one of them in detail today. Um but it's it's been a it's been a trip. And knowing at least that you have someone to um you know whether it's a partner, a friend or family to be like, "Oh my god, yeah, we can all like turn out the lights and throw on something and, you know, have a just have a scary good time. Yeah, absolutely. And to a certain degree, horror can be very cathartic as well. You know, we like to root for the uh, for the villain quite often in these films. Uh, they almost achieve kind of hero status in a lot of these stories, especially the um, the characters from a lot of franchises. So and and, and even outside of the catharsis of the plot. Of, 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 you know, seeing a journey for a villain or, or, a, or a hero, a survivor, you know, final girl, whoever it may be. That catharsis is, I first felt that not through film, actually, interestingly enough, but through a piece of theater um, called The Woman in Black, um, which is, a, it's a book. They created a stage show from it that is, I think, still showing in London or has been for many, many years. Um, uh, it's great. You have to see it on stage if you ever get a chance. Um, and then they did make the Daniel Radcliffe film, which was eh, fine. It was okay. It was okay. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the stage, the, the theatre production is incredible because you are literally seeing this horror before your eyes, you know, like... You know, I've never a rocking chair has never been scarier in my mind. Um, but but I was I was watching this with like when I was a teenager in high school, and 
I was like shocked and scared by like jump scares or the fact that the, the titular woman in black like out of nowhere walks through the aisle and you're just like you just get yeah and right you just get like but she's just walking you just get fucking chills but when there would be like a shock moment of some kind uh, a jump scare almost you know i was like and then i just started to laugh it's like they're so that that enjoyment of yeah, that release that is release. the same yes. yeah yeah it is the same as when you laugh i think that's why horror and comedy work so well together but oh, absolutely. um and, and actually there's yeah there's even some moments in um in our topic today where that goes in and mm. because you won't get me to stop talking once i start that's where it started for me horror comedy in terms of cinema it was um spider-man and spider-man 2 and you're like wait why is that horror of course oh, if but. you know anything about yes. your motion pictures you know that sam raimi sam goddamn raimi um the man himself directed those and spider-man 3 as well but we don't talk about that yeah. um or, or i will you know just another time <laughs> um I, I think it's great in its own way it's also terrible um but I not only have a signed copy of um, Spider-Man 2, oh, but I got nice. this signed when the film Drag Me to Hell was coming out. Um, and it's I've got a poster floating around somewhere that I am going to get framed and like have put up either in my background or in our living room at this point, which is horror-themed. We've got a plastic skeleton in there. It's great. Um, freaking Evil Dead 2. Drag me to hell, Evil Dead 2, like, you know, it says... Um, very similar. For those yes. of, yeah, it says, yeah, it says um, Sam Raimi wrote on it, Beware the Evil Dead. Like, it's... Uh, I Once I once that light was turned on, and the first... Drag me to hell was the first horror film I properly saw on a big screen. It's okay. an absolute roller coaster. Such a great time. And then... Um, but watching a more... You know, that's horror, that is horror comedy. Oh, then watching the Evil Dead remake, the 2013 film, like that, that was when it was like, that, but that scared me off horror for a long time. Not in a bad way, not like I... Um, no, but it uh, is but, straight up horror. And oh, yeah. And, that, and it's, and it's a very highly underrated in my mind. I think Fede Alvarez did such an incredible job with it. I, I think Considering he's Considering the heritage, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And I think he did an amazing job with it. Uh, it is a fucking bonkers horror film that does not let up once it gets started and that's... Uh, and 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 it does just enough in terms of establishing its setup and these new characters mm -hmm. archetypes though they are but actually and it, and it makes sense in terms of the context of the plot um and and then it goes it just goes places and it goes and like you say yeah it's relentless in the best way it's so freaking great yeah. it's yeah Yep, it's one of the best horror reboots that we've gotten in quite. I, yeah, some I think. Time. I, I, yeah, I, I would be. I would be. I, I would be hard pressed to like name one better. But also, I've not. I've also often steer clear of a lot of the reboots because I'm like, mm, if it's got you know, if it's Platinum Dunes, I don't want to go near it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's little bits to find to love in some of those, but uh, on the whole, uh, they're they're. It's 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 always a difficult difficult thing to do so you know yeah. the fact that those those, those if they, even if they got some things to love about them it's good yeah but. and i don't like to hate on remakes necessarily um no. especially in the horror genre i think uh there's a lot of merit in a lot of them but when it is a clear cash grab or cash in especially if it's a, a western remake of a foreign film it's like okay they made this five years ago and 
you know, uh, case in point, Train to Busan, which is kind of a perfect zombie film. Mm-hmm. And it's being remade. I don't even remember the title, but uh, it's got its American remake that's at some stage of production already. Yeah, and yeah. Well, just... You 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 want to hope that it will be at least good, but it, yeah, a lot of yeah. the time you can't hold a candle to the originals, and there's a reason for it. So, yep, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, well, I, I don't want to you know, hold up our topic too much <laughs> longer, but uh, I, I think do, it's a good because I think people yeah, this guy looks this guy's funny looking. He laughed at some movies, and then he discovered that when Sam Raimi put a horror scene inside of Spider-Man Two, there was a reason for it, and it's awesome. And you know, like yeah, scene of the film. Oh yeah, oh yeah, one of one of one of like because (laughs) I was just oh yeah, yeah, I I could talk about Spider-Man forever. Um, but yeah, just and actually, I would say that for anyone who is just looking to get started in terms of horror, like you don't have to throw yourself in at the deep end. You don't have to like go in on The Shining or any of these like films that can seem unassailable watch drag me to hell or like evil dead evil dead 2 specifically um because yeah because it's basically the you know ura like example or example i should say of of an evil dead film and and the or or cabin in the woods something like that you know what i mean like you know there's 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 no reason not and then come back into it after (laughs) you've watched a lot of other horror films just to appreciate it that much more um Exactly. Yes. Yeah. When, 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 once you've seen Hellraiser, you definitely want to go back and watch Cabin in the Woods. Like, <laughs> yes, yes. Or The Strangers, or any number of films. It just it, it all kind of clicks, right? Yeah, um, so much so. Yeah. Because I know you're going to have much to say once we intro this film. Uh, oh. I, I just want to come right out and say that tonight's film is the 2018 psychological horror film Hereditary, written and directed by Ari Aster. Holy hmm. fuck! As an Ari Aster <laughs> super just... fan, please, please tell me your experience with this film. I Hereditary changed the way I look at film. As a huge film fan, someone who went to study film at university, someone who, um, you know, was watching, you know, I found out about Sam Raimi through DVD extras and all this sort of stuff. And I was just getting back into like, oh my God, I want to start seeing horror films in the cinema. Like it was a quiet place that same year, earlier that year, just earlier that year that kind of like ticked the box again. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. This my is really favorite fun. theater experience ever, actually. Oh, quiet place. oh my God. Yeah. Oh. I wish I'd seen it in like a packed theater and the same for Hereditary, to be honest. But um, it, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because great film is, is, is great film is great film. Mm-hmm. Um, that, yeah. I, I, but on the other end of the spectrum, but the, before I watched The Quiet Place, there was a trailer for this film called Hereditary. And that trailer, that, 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 yeah, that trailer is something else because you, you think you have an idea of what this film is going to be, but it, it felt different. It even felt different within that. It stood out to me um, in a way that I was like, I've got to see that no matter what else. Like, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ma. I'm going to put you to the side. I'm I'm not necessarily interested in that one. I want to watch Hereditary. I want to go see this. And I did. And the theater was empty. And 
it was a few months later, I hadn't rewatched the trailer or seen it. I hadn't been seeing any of the horror films, so I hadn't, like, you know, whatever Marvel film was out that year, I wasn't necessarily going to see it. <laughs> you know, Hereditary wasn't going to be playing as a trailer before that. Um, but uh, I was I was on the edge of... I, I was, it was intrigued from the start, on the edge of my seat for so much of it, and about 40 minutes into the film, and we'll get into it, something happens... And I and I would say actually, this is my current plea that if you're listening to this, watching this, and you're like, ah, hereditary, da, 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 you do not know anything about it. Please just stop, pause this, watch it, rent it, buy it on Blu-ray, and just experience it for yourself. Please do that because yeah. because because if I could have gone in without a trailer, but I forgot a lot of what was about it. Like it is one of those films where I think that you will be, um, you know, it's gonna. It's gonna take your head off. Let's say that much. Um, you know, it's it's gonna it's gonna blow your hair back certainly. Um, uh, if nothing else, um, and and then I was like Ari Aster, who is this? And it's his directorial debut, written and directed by Ari Aster from from New York City. Um, and there is so much to dive into. I yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I oh, basically it is top it, it, i think i think to be honest it's top three of like my like it's shot into my favorite films of all time and every time i have re-watched it since it has just gotten better and i i can't sing higher praises for a film than hereditary like i think like in 2028 i want to like get a group of people together book out a theater and just be like this one was 10 years old and everyone should fucking see it because it's 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 a masterpiece that, yeah that, that, that I, yeah it, it's definitely one of those where every time you see it, it is entirely possible to catch something that you did not see in a previous viewing. And just even in my notes uh, for today, I, I, I definitely have at least one or two things that I never noticed before. Uh, my experience, just the trailer was super interesting that mm -hmm. year, but I didn't get an opportunity to go and see it. And every year for Black Ooh. Friday... Uh, I, I I just make a point of, because I typically work the day, uh, on my way okay. home, I will stop at like a Target or a Best Buy or some store mm -hmm. like that. And it's like, okay, let's find a good, you know, two, three, four films that are super cheap that... Let's, know, let's, let's, let's dig into those Blu-ray discounts. You've got to yes, be done. Black Friday. Absolutely. Not absolutely. Because, you know, at those types of prices that they tend to take a lot of those down it's worth taking a gamble on things that you haven't seen before that you also may have an inclination like, I'm going to want to see this again. So I, I purchased this film and two others that I can't even remember at this point because it has definitely been overshadowed by this film. And when I finally got around to putting this film in, I slow played this over the course of an afternoon because I had to keep pausing it over and over because I found it so fucking unsettling to the point where that was, that was I me mean, in the theater. I was like, I, I like, I, there's you're a part crawling of me out of your actually, skin, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. There's a part of me that wants to actually leave, but I can't like, I was frozen with this. It's not even fear. It is a sense of dread and unease, which mm -hmm. you other experiences in my life let alone motion pictures have have given me it's, yes it's, it's, it's truly I, something i've definitely said this about other films but it's that i should not be watching this type of feeling right 
It's this is mm-hmm. and, and because I was lucky enough to have the pause button. Um, <laughs> I, you, I, you exercised that. You were like, I, I gotta do it. And I spent an entire afternoon just freaking myself the fuck out because you have no idea what this is building to. And that trailer just gives you no really good indication. Although I'm sure if I go back and watch the trailer, I'd be like, oh, everything is completely spelled out. But no. <laughs> I think it, I think it actually does does a good job of misleading while also oh, there's telling you. For sure. Yeah, yeah, there's red there's big red herrings which is great. And and, actually, and mismarketing is usually a and can be a very significant um issue with horror films. Some horror films are done huge disservice by their trailers. Um Hereditary actually I don't think is one of them. It's just that the film is actually quite different from what was sold. So like the film, the film had like a bad cinema score, for instance, which for those who don't know is when an audience coming out of the theater, they take a poll. They like, you know, rate this on like, uh, you know, an A and like an A plus to, you know, F scale or whatever it is. And it's, it came out with like a, you know, like a D or a C or something like that, which is not good in terms of that. But that's because usually that's kind of a score is like it's a film that is going you know people didn't get what they were expecting i think people maybe went in hoping it was going to be something like the omen and it is something else almost entirely it has those it has dna of something like that but it, it is um it is not the oh ha- you know the the haunted kid movie it's not the right. you know creepy. It's not just the creepy child movie. It is that, but then there's so much more, and that is why it's phenomenal. Should we? Yeah. Should we like? Yeah, get kind of yeah, get into it. I don't. I don't even. I don't know where to start with this. It's, yeah, it's, it's, that's why I like you know. Not that I want to rehash the entire plot, but I do like using the plot as a bit of a roadmap for discussion, just yeah, because yeah. it keeps you on track. But uh, yeah, I, my last comment about my history with this, my oh, first viewing when I was done, I felt like I needed to take a shower when I was done. Mm-hmm. Just, I was so just unsettled by everything that I had just witnessed that I just, I, I felt unclean in some way. It's, I don't yeah. know a better way to describe it, but this, this film does something to you for sure. I, it really does. I was, I was sort of speechless, weirded out. I didn't know quite what to feel, but I knew that I had not felt anything like that before in terms of, in terms of cinema. Um, and, and that really, especially when you do go back and rewatch it, it's actually apparent from, from that first shot, isn't it? It's a slow pan. And and I know you've made notes for this, so you can feel free to, you know, you know, you're wrong me, like, uh, because I probably will misremember some stuff, but I have, it's not like I have watched this film a dozen times. I've watched it um, about maybe five times in all, like my first theater experience seeing it, I then got the Blu-ray and I've watched it two, three or four times more since. And the, the last one was fairly recent, but it is just because the imagery is so there that I can remember, yeah, this, oh, actually, because the film... Does well, open on the, the obituary, card, the, you know, yes. on the obituary of Ellen Taper Lee, um, the matriarch of a family. It is a film about grief. It is a film about um, yes. <laughs> uh, it, it is it is a film it is a film about mental illness. It is uh, it, it, yeah to call it yeah it is almost like the 
you know, it's not it's not the dictionary definition of a psychological horror film, but it is so it is so psychologically um you know intense and complex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you 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 get this, you know, white text on black background, you know, obituary of um a character who is featured on screen very little to the point where not even fact, credited actually the actress exactly, i was yeah. I, I just found that out I, I went on that wikipedia page i was like i gotta brush <laughs> up a little bit uh you know five but, minutes before we record but yeah I, i'm very glad that you bring up this this zoom out from the treehouse mm-hmm. into the workshop the, the, and where, then where, where, where the film where the film is is yeah it's like it's telling you where it's going to end up at the start basically mm-hmm. it's a it's cyclical in that regard and yeah Use, yeah, you zoom out from this tree house yep. that is situated at, right outside the window of a house, mm-hmm. and you go. Yeah, it pans over. And... Oh, yeah, pans, pans over, pans over these models, all these models, all these miniature models that are within a, a workshop style room, and then zooms in on the same, zooms in through the same window that we have just looked through, um, and transitions seamlessly might i add yes to peter's bedroom yes yeah yeah to to to, uh, yeah the the son um peter peter lee um uh, and and uh yeah goes into his bedroom the morning of um his grandmother's funeral um and uh his dad you know the dog the dog goes in at first the door opens up or the or the you know the the dad wakes him up it, it's one of those on. typical dad mm-hmm. knocks but he's not waiting for a response he's just walking in he just was like <laughs> yeah get up and yeah. he says uh you hey, know where's your sister yeah, where, hey, did, where's your did she sleep in her room last night and then he trudges out to the tree house and climbs up and she's got like a couple of space heaters or something but she just snaps awake all out of it and he's like you're gonna get pneumonia what are you doing out here also <laughs> yeah. we've completely neglected to mention this is gabriel fucking burn i love this dude and his he, irish he, he, accent he, slips through here and there in this film uh but that's does, great i don't think i don't think it matters too much like no. genuinely it's it's not an oscar isaac moon knight situation <clears throat> where the british accent is one of the worst i've ever heard <laughs> i love you oscar isaac but your dialect coach let you the fuck down this is not about Moon Knight. It's about oh, Gabriel Byrne. No, no, who is, but it's... Who is, who... <laughs> but that accent is bad, to be fair. Yes, so... it's very, very bad. Um, but yeah, love Gabriel Byrne. Uh, one of my favorite films of his that I recently uh, just got super into again after already being into it is Miller's Crossing. There is finally a very nice mm-hmm. Criterion Collection oh, edition of it. Fantastic. And, oh, that film is so good. The dialogue I still I still need to see that. I've not actually watched Miller's Crossing. Yeah. Old Cohen Brothers nice. movie. It is a mm-hmm. nondescript town. It could be Chicago. It could be New York, but uh just mob movie from like the twenties yeah. or whatever. But it's and get and get and we might not end up talking too much about gabriel Byrne for the reason that he is not like sidelined but he does great work with what he's given but Mm -hmm. he is the put-upon father figure and you and you feel it you're like you feel you're like he is actually a probably the in a lot of ways the most relatable character in the film i think in terms of the lead cast like the one who you're just sort of like oh dude yeah like you you are you are you are the audience stand in because oh, you have absolutely. no fucking clue yeah. what is happening. Um, 
but to start out with it is a a somber a somber morning um and uh we transition we do oh yeah we actually go downstairs don't we with um uh with with him i think as you know he starts talking to our our angel lead mvp best actress 2018 winner oh wait no she didn't even get nominated because the academy just is like oh it's a horror film it's weird it also got released earlier on in the year we're not even gonna bother tony classy as hell incredible colette like I, I, that's ne- her middle I've, name I've, I've, i'm sorry i thought it was motherfucking do um. <laughs> fair both work both work because she she is the mother she is the daughter of uh, yeah she plays annie um and i uh, know it's uh, yeah it's annie graham isn't it like uh, yeah because she marries mm-hmm. in you know so it's yeah that, that's the fact fa- the fact it, it focuses on the graham family um but yeah her mother was ellen taper lee um who a bit yeah we see her at the beginning um uh, in the obituary form but we immediately get the sense that it is a it was it's not like oh this is just a sad morning because you know my mom has died and we're going to her funeral this is a difficult morning for other reasons there yeah. is a, there is and it's not like there's I mean, a, you know in it, a sense of unease but it's like it's it's a complicated family relationship clearly from yes. the start she oh, yeah. she's she she says should i be sadder right like yeah after they get home yeah 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 Yeah, that's yeah Um, that's after they get home yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i just find it interesting when uh steve the father walks out to the treehouse uh we the camera actually um the focus is taken off of him to the car where she's sitting in the car ready to go waiting Mm -hmm. on everybody to just fucking get ready it's time she wants to get it over with yes she wants to get it over with clearly like yeah I think it makes it also very clear that uh, this family is mm, somewhat already fractured for other reasons. And um, yeah, we'll, and, we'll get into also, that. But <laughs> oh yeah, but also I think very much um, like le- led by the mother in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know she is she, but like a lot of mums, you know, Peter is the elder son, the the daughter, Charlie, the, his younger sister, you know, they're like both like high school age. Um, you know, he's, you know, what, like, you know, uh, 16, he's supposed 17. to be 16. She's supposed 15. to be 13. Yeah. Yeah. She's supposed to be 13. That's it. So, but that's like that. There are difficult ages and you, mm-hmm. and, and it, and I think it is testament to the performances and the script from Ariasta that, stuff doesn't actually have to be spelled out in this film almost ever like it's like yep. a lot of it there are some things that are explicit and obvious but it's because it, it, he wants them to be for you it's not mm-hmm. like spoon feeding it's a visual of like this is something to remember this is something to notice either and, one and your first viewing or your second or you know yeah <laughs> there's there's a lot that comes from the actors in that regard as well because uh alex mm. wolf and millie shapiro actually knew each other from school um so they were already you know somewhat familiar with each other they and spent a lot of time yeah, they, I'm they sure did, yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah you were, yeah, we're we're on that same Ariasta super yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. We're just like, yes. And Ariasta's direction for them was them to just go and act as, like, go up to like a fucking Applebee's or whatever and just like act as their characters. And method acting, especially recently, I think has gotten like a bad rap because it's 
it's thought of as like oh, i am the character and i am going to be an asshole on the set as a result or whatever but there is so much to and i you know i have fun doing this like i i love performance as you can probably tell from my exuberance um but going out into the real world and playing a part which we do anyways you put on a different face for going to the store or going to work or going yeah. out with your friends like it we all have these different facades and so um yeah they they it is they have that awkward sibling relationship there's a couple of years between them but it might as well be this like chasm where like maybe they were close growing up mm -hmm. we don't know because in the immediate moment there is like a clear disconnect yeah um, and, and it's also very clearly established that uh charlie you know she's a little weird you know, mm -hmm, she's, mm -hmm. she's got her issues and, you Is know. She, yeah, th yeah, there's something a little off about her. Um, and and, and um, uh, Peter, you know, he just he just doesn't want to have to deal with it because he's a fucking 16 year old. He just wants to smoke weed and get laid. It's <laughs> right. It's exactly. Exactly. And, and he, he absolutely plays that role. Um yeah, but no, and, uh, and that's and that and that is and yeah that really he and he, and he sells it and there's yes. no, he, no, not no, he doesn't just sell it but there is reason for him playing that role it is it is written that way for a purpose and he um you and and the, but the the sense of um sort of things things not being quite right does continue through the funeral you have Annie giving a eulogy, um, and I I believe the line is, um, it feels like a betrayal to even stand here talking about her. Yes, because Which, her mother was just so private. And mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. she had private private friends, private rituals. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, but 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 also in the context of of the of that, it's like a ritual is you know the way you get up in the morning is that uh, you know uh, you know you get up and you make your coffee and you you know i coffee and a banana first thing i do in the morning you know like before i even like have a shower or whatever like it's it's as we all have rituals yeah. right but it, and you don't think anything of it and but you do think you know that there's there's again things that you're meant to draw attention to like charlie's you know sitting there drawing her mother at the um at the you know the 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 podium there you know or the you know at the front of the room doing this uh you know talk and it's a quite disturbing drawing it's it yeah does, she's it, got it, a style um yeah she, <laughs> she, says, yeah. she has an art, she has an artistic vision and she clearly is putting it forth um and um yeah she she's yeah she's just doing that and you know, it's like told to stop the kind of like let it be by her dad, like you know. Yep, like, but it isn't. He's, he's such a good dad in this movie. He, he's, he's so dad. He's the <laughs> best fucking dad ever because he does the little gentle reach the hand over slowly, very gently close the book, as in not right now. No. Yep. No. Mm -hmm. he, he doesn't have to yell at her. He doesn't even have to say yeah. anything to her. He, he knows. He knows just, it's not his. It's it's not. He's not meant to be drawing attention at that moment, um, yep. and. Then we actually, the first time we see, um, uh, you know, m mother, grandmother, um, uh, Ellen Lee is, you know, lying in state. It's an open mm -hmm. casket. And we get, um, you know, Charlie, I think, going up to, to her. And, but before that, or just at that similar time, there is a very creepy, like, strong built, 
suited up because he's clearly there at the funeral. You're like, does mm-hmm. he work there? Like bleach yeah. blonde. This film, dude. Or, sorry, this this funeral is very much Hail Pyman because <laughs> <laughs> there are so many people that are so out of place and over the top creepy, and it's like, okay, this is all coming back. <laughs> yeah, and, and also, uh, we we get this moment. We are uh, very much introduced to nut allergy. Nut allergy established. Yes, exactly. Charlie is eating a chocolate bar and. You know, um, uh, mom comes up to her dad, mom, mom and dad come, uh, you know, are there nuts in that? It's like, no. Yeah, we don't have the EpiPen. It's no, like, we don't have the EpiPen. Yeah. There is a severe what? nut allergy. What? Huh? Y- your daughter has a severe nut allergy and you just don't okay. carry this around in your purse. Oh, no. Yeah. But it's like, they forgot it. Morning of the funeral or whatever. I guess. Um, yeah. They, um, uh, and, but yeah, that. It's, you know, and then they, it, they just go back to the house after that, don't they? It's, you know. Yeah. And, I, I love the little shoes off, everybody. Shoes yep, off. Yeah, yeah, yep, Shoes off. No shoes in this house, except yep. that rule is easily broken over and over in this film. But it, it's, I, I just, I love. It's such a dad thing too, yeah. and yeah. And, yeah. and actually, yeah, you, you kind of, and there are, yeah, not just weird. It's not just that one weird guy at the funeral. There's actually, actually, it's a packed room. There's tons mm-hmm. of people. Like clearly, you know, people. Annie says she doesn't recognize. You know, people she knew, but people she didn't. Um, and, um, you know, they, I think, talk about, um, you know, going to, you know, she, she's, she, Annie just goes up, you know, to like work on some stuff. Um, but it's you, the, the next, I think, truly significant scene is her exiting or going into her workroom. She's like sorting through some stuff, right? And, um, but then she turns out the light. Not oh, quite no, yet. No, um, I'm not quite because, yet. That's a, I'm jumping. I'm jumping the show. Yeah, because we have the super awkward bedtime moment with Charlie. Yes. The, yeah. Who's gonna take care of me when you die? And Very, yeah, but and, but also not a um, yeah, not not initially not a difficult you know like a, or a difficult conversation you think you know but well, like yeah, someone it's significant the died right when yeah, typical, you know yeah. uh, Somebody yeah. who was a mother figure, a grandmother, passes yeah. away, who obviously Charlie was very close to. But, yeah, it becomes super clear that she does not have a tight relationship with her mother. It was with her grandmother. And, mm-hmm. yeah, she, yeah, she was, you know, you were always her favorite. You know, she, she, you know, when I had you, you know, she didn't even want me to feed you. She wanted to feed you. And that's like, you're like, what? yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's... and it's and it's and it's this you know this information that you're like should this even be divulged? But also it's like clearly it's still something that, among other things, you know, yeah. you know Annie Annie Tony Collette as Annie. She's like she's not feeling sad about it, but she's so conflicted and bristled by like oh, like you know we had to. It was clearly a very difficult relationship that she had with her mother and and the, yeah. that side of her family was not something that worked within her own family that she then had yeah and i think it's this conversation with charlie that kind of spurs her into sorting through that box of her mom's stuff and she finds this card that was left to her from her mother 
Mm-hmm. Uh, my darling, dear, beautiful Annie, forgive me all the things I could not tell you. Please don't hate me and try not to despair your losses. You will see in the end that they were well worth it. Our sacrifice will pale next to the rewards. Love, Mommy. Very oh, wood. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And you're just like, <clears throat> sure, 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 sure. Yeah, sure. yeah, cool, cool, cool. And, um. yeah, 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 and then and then she's like kind of weirded out by that, puts it away, deal with it later. Goes to leave and the room. Then the light switch. Yeah. yeah, turns the light out, takes a look, and it's not... There, there, the film does do jump scares, but... And this is kind of a jump scare, but kind of not. Because yeah. you just Because see, if you were watching this in a very bright room, you might not even be able to see uh, yeah, this like, ghost. Yeah, make sure, you got, make sure you got the lights out. But yeah, there's yeah the specter of Annie's mother mm-hmm. is standing there in the corner of the room, kind of smiling. Like, just, yeah. just, just, and, uh, just and Annie there. just lets out this very, very childlike mom. Mom. And then flips yeah. on the light. She's gone. She, she, yeah, she's yeah, she's gone, uh, just as quickly as she sort of appeared out of the ether, and again, unsettling. It's yeah. not. It's not a moment that is then. Yeah, it's. Yeah, but and 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 clearly upsetting for her as well because she yeah, she she talks to, she talks to her um you know husband about it and. Um, you know, I think I just saw her and just sort of like, you know, it's been a long day, you know, get some rest, you know. And I think it's in this little conversation where we start getting this sort of bassy pulse of the soundtrack coming through. Mm. And if your sound isn't way up enough, you may not even notice it, but it continues through the next few scenes. And it's just the the score doesn't have like real particular themes that are, I think super stand out, but what it does really well is help set the mood. Just, uh, uh, well, uh, and, moment. and yeah, it is a guiding hand rather than a, this is how you're meant to be feeling in the moment element mm-hmm. of a score. And, but, and by, and by the end of the film, um, it really, yeah, it really sort of like, it comes to the fore a bit more and it's yeah. Colin mm-hmm. Stetson absolutely killed it. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Fantastic soundtrack. Um, and score for the for the film Um, Um, i'm sorry go ahead yeah no 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 yeah it's just uh, next up we go to um you know uh, and well we do have um do is it do we have peter in the classroom that next it's like the classroom scenes or is it yeah we, we start to get into the classroom scenes here we have um we have uh charlie's class where she's supposed to be taking a quiz, but she's fucking around with a little toy. She likes to build toys. Models, yeah. She she's, she's, she's very she's very crafty, you know? Yes. She's, you know, well, just... she uh, takes you know, after her mother in that find. regard. You know? Yes, she, exactly. She likes because, to yeah. construct things from nothing. Yes, uh, beca- and... yes because, because the models that we um, mentioned uh, at the start of the film are made by Annie. She makes her career, her thing is making... She's a very artist. Yeah, miniature artist, yeah. These very precise, um, you know... Uh, yeah, yeah, miniature. Um, you know, like, uh, what's the? Uh, there is a particular word for them, but um, you know, the, this, this, yeah, uh, a scene. You know, uh, pr- you know diorama. Uh, uh, a diorama. That's it. Yeah, yes. these dioramas of um, of spaces and places and moments mm-hmm. in time. Um, yes, and we can very, very clearly see from these models that they are scenes from her life, in particular mm-hmm. about the waning years of her mother, and. 
you have it you and 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 i think um it was in you know you have that you get to see that scene that was just talked about when she you know she kind of like turns around at one point this is might be happening even later but it doesn't matter um you know the 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 image of her mother offering with 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 her breast breast exposed to feed her granddaughter strange really yep. fucked up and weird like well, not well, not, not something that not not something yeah. that happens in western culture at least like you know or at least something that is gonna bristle and make you go Ugh. yeah but yeah and um we and then we also have it at the same school um well we have the shocking uh charlie's classroom scene of this you know you know yeah, put the toy away let's finish the quiz mm-hmm. Um, and then you, you see it coming, yeah, but, but then you it hits a bird. Yeah. yeah, that's fantastic. That's the sound of it. This bird hits the window. Of course, the entire class is then not, not focused on the quiz. Um, but yeah, bird clearly just like you know went right in. Um, and you think, oh, that's you know messed up. But we'll we'll, we'll get you know you get we get back to that because we also have Peter. Um, what is he doing? He's a teenage boy. He sat behind a girl in class, staring at that ass. That's right, staring at, staring at that ass, like which is like it's just a very like it's the exact angle that his viewpoint would have, and so it's a moment that makes you laugh because it doesn't look. It's like it's like it's not objectifying. It is an objectific. A, 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 you know, it, his view is the male gaze. But mm-hmm. it is not like you know, and it's, it's not a, a very blank gaze, gaze from the expression <laughs> on his face there, right? Yeah, exactly. um, yeah. But you know, and, he, and he's, the, um, yeah, he's not paying attention in class. Of course, he's not. No, you know. Not at all. No, and it's your typical English class. I love how it's an homage to Halloween in a discussion about fate. And yes, um, yes, talking, yeah, talking about, um, yeah, the. Um, you know, like I think it's Achilles, or um, uh, it's it's a Greek. It's a, definitely a Greek. I feel okay. like it's uh, yeah, like a, I, I, if I recall right, it's like a Greek, you know, discussing or the hero's journey. Like you know, is it mm-hmm. you know, is it is it more or less tragic if the hero has no control over what's going to happen to him? It's that kind of discussion um, that he is completely oblivious to because we, he's course, busy checking out this girl he likes and responding he to text. text messages from friends about going to smoke a bowl at lunch and. Yeah. Um, Yep, uh, like I said, he's just all about getting high and uh, you know getting yeah. ass, and that's because he's a sixteen-year-old teenage boy. It's you know it it, it is what it is, right? Um. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's why, of course, when he like you know gets gets invited to a party, he's like, oh hell yeah, you know, uh-huh. let's 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 freaking go. Um, yep. But the that same bird, that pigeon we saw flying to the window when. The kids get let out for recess. Um, we go to find um, Charlie um, investigates the, what has happened to it, and there were there was again shown significantly in that same cl- that prior classroom scene a pair of scissors that she noticed, mm-hmm. and yep, she yeah, she goes she goes to decapitate and cut the head off of um, this. She snips it you know, like you do. It. Um, yeah, like you know, like this dead animal. She just takes the head of it for one of her models, of course. You know, of course. You know, why, why, why wouldn't you? It's every child's fondest memory. Yep, it's fun for a girl and a boy. Um, it's just 
Yeah, it's very weird. And she knows this is something that she should not be doing because that super guilty spin around after she does it and stuffs everything back into her hoodie. Um, mm -hmm. You know, uh, but eh, nobody seems to notice because I think she's that kid that people, you know, definitely don't pay attention to because, you know, yeah. she, again, she's she's a little strange. It's... And 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 is that and is it that after she turns around that we have um, a is is that where we see our first um figure through a fence. I think so. Yeah, there is yep. a there is a there is a white haired lady standing across the road from the school. Just there's like, small. you know, there's like yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah she, she gives a little like creepy wave to Annie after she's done this. No, not to Annie, sorry, to Charlie. Yeah. Um and again, it's we are given this sense that like, you know, we are you know, the the family is being watched. We are watching the family and they are being watched. Mm -hmm. um in a way that is because it was not a dissimilar vibe to this creepy man who smiled very broad widely at charlie when she was at um her grandmother's casket at the funeral mm -hmm. and, and as weird as that was i mean when you're a kid and you're at a funeral and there's always like people that knew the family member that you don't know mm -hmm. that are always going to, you know, give you some kind of reassuring smile or something. And it's going to be weird, except we all know it's weird for, you know, many different reasons. Well, 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 that, well, well that's it is that actually that was a weird, like, we don't know who this character is. We don't find out. And it is just creepy. It's just mm -hmm. unsettling. And 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 not to a point where we're like, ah, this is funny and crazy and creepy, and it's like, no, this is just very, very, just yeah. You you're kind of again, it just adds adds another layer to the. I don't like don't like watching this. Why is it? Why do I feel this way? And yeah, um, yeah the film um, continues that thread after the kids get home from school, and you have a awkward conversation between peter and um his mum, where he's like asking her if he can borrow a car to go to a party right you know yep. um uh, you know you get uh, you know it's it, it, it's similar to the text he got in class like he's you know got like a mm -hmm. friend texting him just you know he's smoking he's smoking weed out of the window so he doesn't get yes caught. and <laughs> You see his breath um ex you know exhaling there coming out the window and the camera zooms back and goes into focus on somebody else's breath outside. Watching, watching him, him from the window, watching him at his window. They're stood far away from the house in a way. Mm -hmm. and, and you're thinking to yourself, yeah, that again, very, so, but it's, it's almost a blink and you miss it. But yeah. it's like, it's there. Yeah, it's I think that's like... one of the things I noticed for the very first time in this rewatch. Um, mm -hmm. it, I mm -hmm. love it because like, who the fuck is this watching? Uh, yeah. But before this stuff happens, <gasps> uh, I think it's when they come home from school. Um, Annie is in the workshop and she's working this into a model, but she's researching norms on discerning presumed apparitions. Yes. She, she's, so she's doing her she research. Hasn't, she's like, she hasn't let it go that she thinks she saw the ghost of her mother. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. She's, she, she wanted that day to just be that and, mm -hmm. you know, get it over and done with it seems, but because she, she has, thinks she saw the ghost of her mother, she's going down a rabbit hole. She is disturbed by it. Um, in yep. a, in a clearly, a, a not insignificant way. Yep, um, and uh, people come home, and she gets up, and she realizes the door to her grandma or her mother's uh, room is open, 
and she she looks down and there's this big triangle kind of burned into the floor and i'm sure that was there when you know her mother was living with them Mm -hmm. but she kind of stares at it for a little bit and then you know she's talking to um you know her husband uh, Stephen, and uh, Peter comes up with the phone. Hey, Dad, it's for you at the cemetery. Yep, and, and 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 he's like, you know, he he takes the call, and you know, away from the family, and mm-hmm. we you know we hear him sort. Of, we don't hear the other end of the conversation, but we hear desecrated. Mm-hmm. You know, like what, like what the fuck, like what do you mean, right? Um, and um, and then. It's just you know, a billing thing. It's yeah, just, yeah, 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 yeah. He 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 shrugs it off when asked about it by any just some billing crap, mm-hmm. and and then we have, um, yeah, yeah. Peter Peter asking after that, um, you know, to you know whether he can go to this party. He needs to borrow the car to drive there. Yeah, they take live, your sister live, with you. Yeah, take yeah, and it, it, the the issue is pushed like you know she's just like it's just a barbecue. It's just sort of like you know. Uh, uh, a school, a school thing. It's a, you know, you're trying to shrug it off right, because of right. Right. you're trying to trying to pull the wool over his mother's eyes, where you're just sort of like, you know, yeah. He's like, but oh, his I'm mom is also so very well. much. I was you before you were you. Yeah, and- yeah, yeah. I know, I know there'll be, I know there'll be beer there, and all there'll be alcohol there. Um, you know, I'm just asking, will you be drinking? But you, it's not a straightforward. You know, it's not just uh, you don't you again just get this sense that there is a push and a pull and a difficulty in the relationship somewhat mm-hmm. beyond the standard he's a teenager you know there is there there is there is an un, almost an unspoken difficulty in this in this interaction and um you uh, and after uh, and uh, and after sort of asking after you know ch- uh, but you know charlie is going to go to the party basically mm-hmm. no, that's the, the you know the mo- the mother wants it she you know, clearly wants to be, you know, uh, heard and listened to um, in this. And it's like, you know, Charlie's going no matter what. And um, yeah, that back also... and forth between them, though, this just they know exactly how to push each other's buttons. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, well, does she want to go? And he does it with the sigh. <sighs> does she want to go? Yeah. He, and, <sighs> and he goes ask her <laughs> and he goes and he goes looking for her and he can't find her. Um, he goes looking for his sister, and he can't find her. You know, in the usual places, right? Um, and yeah, uh, that's yeah. and that and this is when we then see uh, a shot that was um, kind of put forth in the trailer. And and actually, I think it should also um, we we didn't mention something. This is quite significant. You know, Charlie has ticks. She has not just a, an odd way about her, but she has a particular uh, tick, which is a um uh, like a. A like a yeah or yeah yeah a cluck or yeah you know a clicking of the tongue yeah just like that just like that Joe Mertens um, and it's we sort of see her walking out outside the house in there you know they've got they're kind of in the middle of nowhere they've got like woods surrounding the house but she's walking through like you know tall grass basically going towards a lake and then when we get to see what she's seeing it's. It looks like the, the, you know, her grandmother from the back, and there's this circle of fire that is also there within the water, I th- or like over the water. It's something. It's, I kind of thought it was just in the field, but yeah, uh, yeah, just in the field, yeah. But like, yeah. It's, 
it, it's and it's a very odd image you're like wait what and you know you get her clicking and then it is mm-hmm. briskly interrupted um you know almost immediately by um you know annie just furious that you know she's what are you doing out here in the cold in your bare feet you know you'll catch you know, you'll catch a death like you know she rushes her out like and you know kind of brings her back in and you she's know, pretty rough with her um she, she yeah she yeah she grabs her i think that it's maybe a uh a kind of um and uh, you know she she it, she's a mum. she's doing yeah. she is doing this out of love but equally she's just like she she wants to have control where clearly she doesn't yeah and that yeah. and that is and that's, and that's a big theme um uh, overall in the film um for the yeah. family at large as well um and that's where we then get you know the your sister's going to this party you're you're taking her great yeah great so yeah. stoked yeah <laughs> let's yeah, do I'm, this yeah 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 exactly yeah i'm, I'm the happiest I, I, teenager I just, ever i love that she rides in the back seat she is very much still a kid it's... Yeah, yeah, you do get that. Yeah, yeah, that. And uh, but again, it's putting them at a distance from one another. Um, mm-hmm. you have and mm-hmm. you feel that. Yeah, she's in the back seat of the car, visible in he's the rearview mirror. The... Yep, yep, yep. And she's just like, you know, uh, you know, almost like you know, not lucid. You know, just mm-hmm. she does a little click, and it's an awkward car ride. There's not a word yep. exchanged between them. And as they're driving down this dusty Utah road, uh, that's something else that I learned for the very first time watching this film. This takes place in Utah. Okay. I did not it's, know that. I did not know that. It, yeah, it, it is beautiful scenery in this film. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, 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 it looks fantastic. Yeah, um, but they drive yeah, by that pole and they, they yeah, see, they, yeah, well, yeah, we yeah. see rather Pyman's sigil on the pole. Yeah, instead of just continuing to follow the car, a quick pan brings us to this symbol um, which we become familiar with on, uh, yeah, like a telegraph pole, like a big wooden, you know, classic telegraph pole. And but then before we know it, before we get a chance to really think about what that is, I know. And yep. actually, <laughs> there's there are just so many little things that we end up forgetting in a rewatch, like when um, when well, Annie was at, uh, well, yeah, 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 it's at the funeral. Annie is wearing a necklace with it on um, that was given to her by her mother, presumably. Um, and um, then the uh, the fact that we see, in addition to the big triangle in her grandmother's old room, you know, on the wall next to uh, Charlie's bed when they're having that little heart to you know attempted heart to heart scene, mm-hmm. um, d- uh, uh, the evening of the funeral, you see, you know, um, this the word uh, is it satiny? I don't know. It's it's it is something a, like that. Yeah. 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 It is. It is a. It's one of three things we see in this of, film yeah, yeah, written yeah, on yeah, the wall. Like, yes. Yeah. 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 We see we see three words written on the wall. Um, so and um and and it's and it's and and it's done and it's so small, but it's noticed by Annie. It's noticed by Annie. She's like, who put that there? Like, what is that? I guess Charlie must have just written it, like seen it somewhere. You know, she sure. just it's it's not even properly addressed and right. You know, but. We go to the so, party, music's pumping. <laughs> just one thing before that oh, that I want to say about uh, Pyman's sigil. Um, they did the thing where they modified it 
from the actual uh, sigil of this demon because oh, really? it's considered fairly uncouth to use actually uh, demonic Demon, symbols demon, demonic in the film because it's considered very bad luck and the productions that have used actual demon iconography uh, tend to be beset by uh, not great things. Wow. Uh, for I example, The Exorcist. Um, so, oh, uh, wow, that's, that's yeah, fascinating. I think, I, that's a great fact, man. Like, I, I never yeah, even thought about that, but yeah, that makes so much sense, right? Like, of course. Yeah, also creepy as fuck, but... Uh, oh, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. enter the party again, where <laughs> it's <laughs> that, a yeah, party atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, um, this chick in the kitchen who's chopping nuts is chopping walnuts in the most maniacal way possible. Uh, like, you're going to lose a finger doing this, girl. Yep, um, yep. Chopping nuts up. They're making a cake. It's a party. There's, you know, yeah. there's going to be cake. It's only going to take, you know, several hours before this thing's ready. But hey, whatever. Hey, no, no, no. They're using cake mix. They're, oh, they're yeah, they're, I they're, suppose. They're, they're, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. I, I, bet it, I bet it's Betty Crocker. You know, like, it's just yeah. like, it's a, tra- right. it's a chocolate right. cake. And um, you get, you you know, the, the same girl that Peter was obsessed with in the class, um, mm-hmm. you know, we we get a, a you know the kind of classic like modern barely verbal teenage interaction between them um and it's like you know do you smoke uh, yeah i got the good stuff you know let's go into this room um but charlie is lingering awkwardly sort of there behind him still not next to him you know it's like that's just my sister yeah. um, oh hey look like, over there they've got cake you better hurry yeah, they're going to run yeah, out yeah 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 and and she does not want to be, she doesn't want to be there clearly and he doesn't right. necessarily want her there but she's there and he's she's like you know they're not giving cake out to just and she's like it's a party they're giving it out to everybody so she queues up gets a piece of cake and yep. you know and, and and devours it like you know yeah. she loves chocolate we saw her eating earlier in the film oh yeah, like, she's, yeah she goes to candy town on that. is her thing yeah. um and i know she's only supposed to be 13 but when you have like a severe nut allergy and you're like at least junior high age middle school age wouldn't you be carrying your own EpiPen at that point? Um, no, because I, because clearly she's had her parents take care of her, and like we haven't got the EpiPen, I guess, right? But, yeah, I guess. But you you would also think that she's pretty good at avoiding nuts at this point. Mm. She's not like a I, small I, I, child. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I just I just think that um, even if she's not a a small child, I think that the you know completely undiscussed like that there is a you know special educational needs she is you know uh, she is you know maybe it's uh, like an asperger's or you know you don't ever quite get what's going on with her but it's like yeah she just does but is also very introverted as a teenager and is unfortunately She's very not, socially awkward yes. yeah very 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 socially awkward and ha- there is a lot about her that is um uh where, which, where, yeah. yeah 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 where she and not just that but like where she she is a teenager, but maybe she has more of a, um, you know, a brain of a, uh, you know, a younger child. Um, it might seem, you know, she's still just drawing and you know doing her own thing and you know like making things and it's, yeah. And it's they talk rough. about that in the bedroom where uh, the girl that Peter likes is like, so is that your sister? She was drawing me last week, and then she drops a hard R word. But yep. um, yeah, do, yeah, did she make me look exactly? Yeah, or she made me look like this, um, and mm-hmm. but then. 
um, after, you know, cutting back and forth to, um, you know, Charlie going to rush to get water um, after eating this cake. Clearly something's gone wrong. And then we think, yep, yeah, okay, the very obvious uh, nut, nut cutting. There was nuts in the cake. She goes to the bedroom. You know, I, I, I feel, you know, I can't breathe. Like, I feel like my throat is closing up and they are, the kids are stoned as hell. They're like, yeah, you know, they've but been it's time it. to go. All yeah, of a sudden, to go. I mean, Peter's yeah. a dumbass in this movie and he's super irresponsible. But at the end of the mm-hmm. day, he really does try to be a good brother. He is gone. Yeah. He picks her up and he goes. And part of that, I think, is, yeah, trying to be a good brother, but also the fear of God of what his parents are going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because... it's, that, it's that fear of what was going to happen with the mother. Like, he knows that. You know, she didn't even she didn't want him to go out to this party. Clearly, like you know, it was like she would have rather that it was, yeah, wasn't even. This happening. is your penance. You're going to take your sister. Yeah, yeah, precisely. So you know, he's holding her. You know, carrying her basically. He carries her out to the car. You know, she is mm-hmm. short. She's you know not you know uh, you know thro- throws her in the back of the car and goes back down that same dirt road. Like mm-hmm. he's he is flooring. Oh, he's hauling ass and. So here's where, and I had mentioned earlier, um, I think we should definitely go into how much the Covenant cult or whatever you want to call it is involved with everything that happens in this film. But I think they very clearly placed that deer in the road right there. Uh, yeah, the yes, yeah, because we go back along that same road. Charlie is like gasping for air. She, she is, you know, to the point where she is having a severe anaphylactic shock. She mm-hmm. opens up the window, pe- loose papers from the back of the car start to go flying because of the speed they're going at. And she sticks her head out of the window. And at that, just just at, after that, there is something, yeah, a deer, whatever, like a dead animal placed in the middle of the road. Peter has to swerve hard to avoid it and thunk. Yeah, there is a hard thunk. And and he slams on the brakes. Right, yep. And calls out for Charlie. Doesn't hear anything, but yeah. he, he, he understands what happened very and, quickly. And, 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 and that same shot we saw earlier on, a slight look up to the rear view. But he can't he bring himself to quite get there. Yep, he can't get there. It pans up. Pan, pan, and again, we're seeing it from his exact perspective. Mm-hmm. He, even if we don't know it at this point, He's kind of the protagonist. Tony Collette is, you know, that's that's the thing is that he's the first person we see in the film, and um, but and and so when you rewatch it, you you get this sense. It's like we don't get, we, we get very few direct like this is the this is what the character's eyes are doing, point of view shots in the film. Everything else is from a more objective third, you know, th- you know, mm-hmm. being seen, you know, like. You know, we're not seeing the breath of that person who was watching him from the window come out under the camera, like uh, you know, in front. Of, it's like it is just there on the side, kind of thing. Um, but and and then it, and this is and this is as this is the aforementioned like forty minutes into the movie, into like a two, mm-hmm. you know, you know, two Boy, hour. You thought movie. this kid was going to be creepy for the entire thing? <laughs> we got you fooled. Yeah, uh, and 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 you feel exactly how peter would feel at the moment that's how masterful this film is that so early on you kind of like you're like a holy fucking shit i was like just 
on the exact edge of my seat. And I imagine this was a point where you had to pause it, man. Like, yeah, absolutely. And he just drives home in a complete he, state of shock. Yeah. Gets out of the car and just fully clothed crawls into bed. Yeah. So yep. this is based on a story that I guess this took place in Georgia um, where a couple of friends were out drinking pretty heavily and the buddy uh, was feeling like he was going to throw up the passenger. So he rolls down his window and ultimately gets decapitated with a sign or uh, on a telephone pole. Or telephone pole or something it, like that. Oh my God, I had no idea. I'm literally, I've got the Wikipedia. You're reading it right open. now. Okay. Oh and so, my and his buddy God. driving didn't even realize it happened. Got Hutchison, all the way home. Hutchison, Hutch, Hutchison, the driver, drove home with his childhood friend and passengers, headless yeah. corpse in the car and fell asleep until a passerby walking with their toddler noticed oh, the body still in the truck the next morning and notified authorities. This happened in 2004 in Marietta, Georgia. Yeah. And this was, and it wasn't, it wasn't that he had an allergic reaction, but it was um, the latter had leaned his head from the vehicle to relieve symptoms of inebriation. So that's, that's where, because this is yeah this is one of the points where like how much was the car involved and you think to yourself probably some people watching it are like oh my god this is so ridiculous like you know how has that even happened it actually freaking happened in real life and it's based on it like not like based on a true story kind of a film but that makes it even more i'm literally getting chills just thinking about it and it's not just because yep. i'm wearing a short sleeve set <laughs> <laughs> so i there as much as they set up physically for these events to happen i'm sure there were also supernatural elements that caused everything to align because that is very much the direction that this film heads yeah. in yeah and, um, and we and we remain with peter and his guilt and his and his yeah. numbing as he's himself going to, to it. bed you hear the mom and dad from behind their door saying, oh, hey, they're home. Okay. Oh, good. Right. Oh, good. Oh, good. They're home. Like, we can go to bed now. They're home safe. Parents do it. Parents have done it, and they will continue to do it at the end of time. But we just, we sit with Peter uh, close up on his face. Yeah, he hasn't uh, been able to sleep since this yeah, he, happens. Yeah, his yeah. eyes are wide open. Yeah, he yeah, hears he, his mom go downstairs, go out I'm to the I'm just going to go to the store to get some supplies. We hear Be her back say, in 20. And, yep. And, yep. and then that scream that, that continues into a yeah. wail that just does oh, not stop. We, the, the, it is blood curdling. Like, you, you think you've heard a blood curdling scream like Tony Collette's performance in that moment. It's absolutely incredible but and and we don't even get to see it that's the thing is like that's how how much it's meant to be like yes we have to be focused on peter here and you find out why yeah like later. We, we talk um, about how this is a film about grief and mm, oh I, boy this I, this this part in particular really is and this is very much a theme in ari Aster's work you know carried over he, into midsummer um yeah, and 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 from and i and from his his short films that he did before yeah. you know, his featured debut hereditary um and yeah Asta originally pitched hereditary as a family tragedy careful not to call it a horror film outright um and he yeah he said it's rooted in family dynamics trauma grief um you know like it were you know different works like carrie um and the cook the thief his wife and her lover um <laughs> were influences for it. um you know it's 
it, and, and it's saying like, yeah, it begins as a this is and this is a tragedy, like a true tragedy. Oh, yeah. Something happened, and and, and, and uh, I think it's when she's uh, wailing on the floor and uh, saying that she just wants to die, and Steve yeah, yeah. is mm-hmm. consoling her. I think that's when we get the shot of the wallpaper in their room with uh, Zazas written on the mm-hmm. wallpaper, and I think that's uh, an Aleister Crowley thing. Um, I can't recall what it's all about, but it's mm-hmm. one more bit of. Um, this is happening and, 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 and just and just a that was written before any of this happened by someone else uh, the the grandmother probably actually let's think about that like you yeah. know, the, you know, the grandmother or maybe even one of the cult members who knows but we know who have family. very clearly at some point in this film when we're not watching have been going in and out of this house Mm-hmm. Um, yeah we get that we get that sense you know there's like you know i i feel like there's a reference to like a door or a window being left open or some point something like that um and we we have actually um skipped over entirely not in a bad way but throughout this at points um we have seen annie and we find out a lot about and more about annie's side of the family when she goes to a um uh you know a, gr- a bereavement um uh group like a support yes. group people this happens much yes, earlier um, yes we, we get her but um, we get her first visit you know she's going out of the house she's going to the movies she's not telling her family that she's going to um, visit this um and we, yeah, we get a, an, an incredible fantastic monologue from tony collette going yep, into detail yep. about i did have a fate. note about this earlier yeah. that i completely missed uh just Go the on. amount of mental illness and trauma in her family is just and she got yeah she goes into explicit detail about how um her father died of starvation mm-hmm. and she just says my father died of starvation and my, my brother she was hung himself he was schizophrenic and he hung himself in his bedroom because and let in his suicide note said um accused her mother their mother of putting voices in his head and we and, and, and spelling out the plot of this movie in yeah this yeah 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 they 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 are but it is done in such a way that throughout this film you you feel everything that the family is feeling mm-hmm and, and does a very and, 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 excellent and job in putting it, it you is, in that it place. Is, it, yeah, it is, it is woven in and executed in such a way that you're not, it's not like, um, you know, you're like, oh my God, you know, what's the evil cult going to do next? Right. Because it is peppered in. It is, it is, it is a, a touch here, a touch there, a symbol here, a message there, something that on upon first viewing seems unsettling and weird. And you're like, what the hell is this? But you, uh, it, 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 there, it, it starts to piece it together, but not to a point where I personally um, was able to be like, I, I feel like you, you, I would defy anyone to just watch this completely blind and like, you know, be like, oh, I knew that was gonna happen. Like, you know, yeah. it's like, no, yeah, no, not no, at no. All. It's, it's just not at all. Of- like you said, it's just a little peppering yeah. in of these little scenes. Uh, there was something else I skipped over earlier on. Um, it was around the time that she's going to the support group. She meets and, John. Uh, before, but before uh, they go off to the party, it's that she's procrastinating from working on these miniatures by building a miniature of the show that they will be in and placing 
miniature miniatures of her miniatures in the miniature the diorama within the diorama yeah we, she's getting calls there's messages like you know you know call to extend the deadline mm -hmm. um clearly you know what is, going, also, what is going on is affecting her work also yeah. where we get the first shimmer of uh Pyman, uh splashing across the wall as uh charlie is working on her toys at her uh desk yes um we, yeah we did yeah we did which, get that which yeah will come back over and over again throughout this film so i'm yeah, sad yeah, that i yeah. missed that but oh no um, no 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 there's yeah there are yeah there there are supernatural elements and mm -hmm. they are they are, they are few and far between and deliberately so because the film wants you to remain grounded with the family and mm -hmm. the difficulty of what they're going through um, and, and while Annie is going through this extreme grief, before we get to that uh, scene with the support group, uh, or at least the parking lot of the mm -hmm. support group again, uh, we kind of get a couple of planes of action because we also get Peter at school just trying to get through his day and dealing with his grief himself. And they get that scene under the bleachers where they're smoking pot and he can't breathe. And I think this is just a little bit of... You know, the Charlie Pyman thing um, ultimately starting to wear him down to where he's starting to experience some of their experiences as well. Mm -hmm. uh, also, one of the cult members is his friend. Um, <laughs> the kid with the man bun uh, is absolutely one of the cult members. I had no idea. That's incredible. Wow. wow. These people are peppered throughout they're the entire everywhere. film. They're everywhere. They're always being watched. I did not realize it even went like that. That's fantastic. Wow. Oh, wow. So then um, skip forward to the parking lot where Annie thinks she's going to go into the support meeting. And she's like, nope, fuck it. Can't do it. And Joan comes flying out of the night and stops yeah. her. And it's like, oh, hey, I recognize you from a couple of months ago. Yeah, yeah. Jo and... yeah Joan, Joan, is, Joan is played by Anne Dowd and done so very well because she's you get the, Yeah, you get the impression that she is this kind, supportive friend, you know, or would-be friend who understands what Annie's going through and gets it on a on a level that her own family will never do so this this connection is forged to the point where um you know uh you know after we see a flyer for a séance go through the door they have a séance on later top on top of the other mail mm, so it's clearly yeah. being planted uh, uh, exactly, um, yeah. um, but the um uh, and we have but we also have like the family's falling apart in amidst all of this because you have the dinner table scene where oh yeah uh, yeah annie it's, is uh, uh, you know it's you know like no nice we'll, you know we will definitely get there uh <laughs> but bef before then um you know yeah you're right the family is fracturing uh, Annie can't sleep in the same bed as mm -hmm. uh, Steve. She's got to go sleep in the treehouse to kind of feel closer to Charlie. You know, she's out there with a blanket and space heaters, just like Charlie used to be. Uh, and, mm. you know, finally she accepts this invitation to go have tea with Joan. And she notices the, the mat outside and it's like, God, that looks familiar. Hey, my mother used to make mats just like these. Oh, yep. isn't that funny? Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. our 
first little hint that this might not be as innocent as we expect, but uh, but they they sit down, they have tea. Um, Annie tells her a little bit more about um, you know just. I think it's, uh, oh, this is where she, we hear for the first time about uh, how she sleepwalks and how she woke up in the middle of the night. And this is the first time I actually heard this part because I had always heard that she had covered herself and no, 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 she had covered her. her, Yeah, yeah. But I did not hear that she had also covered Covered Charlie. Charlie, She had covered her and both her children in paint thinner and was holding a lit match she and... woke herself up lighting the match so it, yep. and this is you know where upon rewatches you realize oh this was her trying to stop everything from ultimately coming to fruition mm-hmm. yep oh uh, yeah subconsciously doing so and um yeah you you kind of you just yeah you get that and it's god this is the point You'd think after seeing this film so many times, I would cease to be affected by it. But it's like, it is just chilling. Mm-hmm. And not like, go goosebumps, but just like, it's messed up in a way that you can't stay away from. It's- and then speaking of messed up, we move to Annie working on a miniature of the accident site. And mm-hmm. Steve comes in and he's like, Jesus, fuck, what? Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, this is, yeah, this what is if awful. Peter sees this? And her response is, this isn't about him. Yeah, it's it, an objective I, view of the accident. Well, <sighs> fucking hell, come down to dinner. And yeah. this is one of the best parts of the film here. So I will say, I am a huge, huge fan of scenes around a dinner table or a breakfast table in films, especially, especially when family. there's a lot of drama being laid out, uh, grievances that, yeah. being aired. I think my favorite of all time is perhaps the breakfast table at the very end of Moonstruck, where all the plot threads come together mm-hmm. and... Uh, you have the old man who's so fucking confused by the end of it all, but uh, he's got that great line uh, when everybody's sitting there in silence and he just says, somebody tell a joke. <laughs> but uh, if, if, you've, if, if for those watching, if you have never seen Moonstruck, it is one of Nicolas Cage's best unhinged performances from the eighties. I, uh, I am. It's, I'm putting it on the list. I've never seen it. And I love me some Nicolas Cage. That's fantastic. Yeah, and it's got uh, Cher in it as well. You can't deny. And Olympia power. Dukakis won an Oscar for her supporting role in this film. She is. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. I always get this confused as far as the year it came out, because for the longest time, I thought that both Cher and, um, uh, Sigourney Weaver were both up for best actress, uh, dueling Moonstruck and Aliens, but no, they were separate years. Um, uh, I see. There we go. But yes, no. uh, the dinner table scene where, you know, first of all, Annie's pissed because Steve made dinner because she was going to make dinner. And Peter can pick up on this. So he's going to make sure to compliment his father for the good dinner. Uh, and then inter- interesting and that is that is you, fascinating. you can uh, absolutely my, pick this up and oh, wow, and, and wow. steve's like oh 
Yeah, thanks, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, thanks, buddy. And, and this is where Annie just kind of snickers. It's like, okay, you're sucking up to your father because you fucking hate me. But, you know, she doesn't come right out and say that. But this is where Peter's like, something on your mind, mom? And everything just spirals out of control from here. We, mm. we get yet another great delivery, essentially a monologue from uh, Tony Collette uh, about... You know, just nobody taking responsibility for the things that they've done. Yeah, and how, I, I, you know, and you just yeah. sit there with that that face on your fucking face, like a uh, uh, fucking face on your face. It's, it is, yeah. There is a, there is a gif of like um that exact monologue moment, and it's perfect because it just captures it just like he contorts I, her face with anger and frustration. Mm -hmm. And I use the one all it, the time where she yeah. points with her fork and says fine um yeah, yeah but it's, yeah, yeah she it, it all it explodes in a way yes. that give all kind of, the awards to tony collette from yeah. here to eternity but that's that's uh, it that's it that's exactly it this is that scene and so many others are why she should have won best actress and you uh, and, and and you immediately get to see it's like oh wow this is not this is this is not this is you know, not necessarily irreparable, but it is only going to contribute further to the to the downfall of this family. It seems, unfortunately, they're yeah. not gonna. They, they, it, it, you, you're not coming back from this, right? Yeah, there's a point where Steve's like, "Hey, we are not doing this. This is stopping now," and she just storms off. And yeah. you know, you see him console Peter. He, you know, he touches his hand or whatever, and it's 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 fucking awful. And mm. also, just. Amazing. Um, and I think we cut from here to the hobby store where. Yep. Basically. Like, where, yeah. Where, Oh, you know, another, Joan, another, right? another encounter with Joan and Joan in a car park. And, uh -huh. um, and because, Joan's because a we, unhinged. Because, yeah. Um, <laughs> and because we had seen um, this, you know, you know, like, Oh, open seance, um, you know, like leaflet big, posted through the door. Mm -hmm. Very, we, what, what, not with regular mail, but like the mail had already been delivered by, you know, the postman and someone, one, you know, someone we don't see specifically came and put this open seance leaf. It does just, it, it gets ignored. Like, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, you know, people throw it away as junk mail or whatever. So, um, and dad's uh, so, performance here where her yeah, character yes. is putting on a performance because yep. at this point I wouldn't fault you if you still thought that she was genuine in her intentions oh, 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 compl oh completely yeah she 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 is and it's um and upon first viewing you're just like oh she happens to be there it doesn't feel yep. odd it's like oh yeah except her grandson's chalkboard is sitting in the back of her open car because she just bought it while she was there at the hobby store uh, um interesting. So, yeah, wow this is wow, all this, planned out and, uh, yep, she's yep. Annie is being monitored. Her family is being monitored mm -hmm. by this cult like crazy. Wow. And okay. Yeah, it, hey, yeah, it hey, just, I need you to come with me. I need you to come with me yeah, back to my so home. I, I have I, to show you I, something. I, I, yeah, I went, I went to this seance and it was real. They brought back a civil war general or something like that. And it's, you know, you, you kind of, and she, and, and, and Annie is like just broken enough and susceptible enough at that point where she's hesitant because she's she's suspicious but she's been looking into apparitions she's like you know i'll try anything at this point so she yep. goes and at this point it. too i mean this is her new friend they have bonded in their grief and yeah she's mm -hmm. like okay i i can be here for her, sure yeah. and so they start this little seance and 
and and we and we and we kind of uh, and this is where it's like those little supernatural touches it's like oh no actually this film is going to go places we didn't expect because we see chalk moving on its own we see you know a, you know a, or a cup gets moved that they're both holding but not putting pressure on and then you know things things kind of you know it's it's but it's so unsettling despite you know but you can see the pleasure in Anne Dowd's um performance it's mm-hmm. like yeah this is going to work um apparently uh, but- the um the the effect of uh using uh, a magnet hidden inside the piece of chalk to draw on the board with another magnet under the table then yeah. moving it was around that, was that what worked uh, yeah uh, apparently it was very difficult to pull off oh of course um, it would have been because as the as the as the person underneath it you can't see the uh you know, and, and mm-hmm. you know, chalk is a light material, anyways. But, but what, yeah, wow, but still, yeah. still, it's it's an excellent it, it, effect. It, it, I, I love you, that. You, you do not, you do not think at any point like, oh, this is, you know, it, it was, it's done, it's done yeah. so well. The, Nearly yeah, the, everything uh, in this film is practical, which again, we we, we harp on this with film. Uh, you know, we take our the cows come home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, because practical will stand this test of the test of time forever. Meanwhile. Uh, quite a bit from the uh, the prequel trilogy of Star Wars films it's, looks like dog shit. No, no, but it's not even about that though. It's just actually like filming in a real place with real people, and obviously mm-hmm. it hasn't, you know, with COVID and everything, not been possible for the past couple of years. I get it, but it, I think it has created an unfortunate. Um, there's an unfortunate outcome, and maybe we we're always going to go in this direction. But again. I like a lot of Marvel's Moon Knight and a lot of their shows and all the stuff that they do. They do great work. You know, that's why they're super well, successful. Well, they were lucky like... to have Benson and Moorhead, and then they're also <laughs> going to get them back to do the next season of Loki. So, you know. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's... I just... I, I check out when I feel like they're on a stage and it's a blue screen. I I completely... I, I think to myself... And like, it feels empty. It and feels it feels it, you, unpopulated. You, yeah, yeah, and it's not. I mean, it's not even just unpopulated or empty. It's like it's an action scene. You know, like Oscar Isaac's in a truck, and it's just like this was not filmed with a real vehicle in a real space. Um, and and you know, watching stuff at home versus the big screen. You know, sometimes you're not able to suspend your disbelief. But actually, it's like no. If I can suspend my disbelief about the transition of like panning across a room of miniatures it's clearly there is an element of cgi in that opening shot but it's like if i can buy that and go on with it's it seamless. it's not it's, it it's not it's not it's not about seamless. it's not about the you know effects it's about the filmmaking and intent and creating a mood rather than churning something out because it's like oh yeah we've got to get the next tv show out we've got to do yeah. this thing it's like you can do better especially when you have you know like unlimited funds which this film did not have this film is not no. you know you know made with you know like a billion dollars uh you know bankrolling or whatever um but yeah you sidetrack um the effects <laughs> are great and and the effect upon annie of course is great so great because that she she's gotta say i'm sorry can we stop and yeah. and dad's reaction of what yep it's almost angry. Yeah, she's she's angry because it's like, well, this is happening, and this is how we get to where we want to go. I want to, I, you know, uh, but but yeah, you do that. You're taken aback by that, but you know, in a moment, it's like actually, you know, take this, take this, you know, uh, take this, you know, um, make sure your whole family's at home, 
and do this. You know, you just need to and do she's, this. Yeah, she leaves her with, you didn't kill her, Annie. She isn't gone. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, is a weird couple of sentences because you didn't kill her, you know, could be, you know, read as, hey, this isn't your fault. It's, but the she isn't gone part coupled with that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, I, I think it links into her wording it in a way because Annie, you know, at that first bereavement meeting, you know, I, you know, I am to blame. I am blamed. She's putting it all on herself and it's, and it's very, yeah, it's, it's, she's, she's trying to free her from that concern so that she is open to trying to connect with, um, Charlie's, Charlie's soul, um, Mm -hmm. in, in a seance and, um, you know, and we, we get a great jump scare after this because Annie's driving home kind of in a mm-hmm. daze and then we get a yep. and she just slams on the brakes, freaks out and looks into the back seat. Yep. It's it is perfect. It's fucking yeah. perfect. It's so it's so well done and 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 really you know in a scene that ends up being weird the next scene where you know the se- you know the next key scene at least where the séance goes on, you you know, she convinces Peter. She, she she like wakes 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 Peter up, and you know and and gets gets Steve down there. It's just like you know, I went to the séance, and just, you can tell she's almost you know. There's a hysteria to her her performance, mm-hmm. and but you... this is after having one of uh, one of my favorite tropes, especially in horror films, of waking from a dream mm-hmm. that was a dream within a dream shout out to in the mouth of madness for some of the best of those. But, uh, but yeah, she gets that first, she wakes up and she notices ants and she follows this trail of ants yeah, to, Peter to Peter in bed. Who's covered with oh, them, particularly his face. Yeah. 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 That's which, so true. Yeah. It's such a yep. disturbing. And visual. she, this, this film does a lot of these, uh, awesome cuts. Usually it's from day to night or night to day mm-hmm. where the camera is just left. So it's the perfect swap from the, you know, the lighting, but, um, it, it's this shift of Peter saying, mom, what are you doing? And, this is where is where we get frank conversation time of I never wanted you. Yeah, it's and, it is such a shock. And she's like, I tried yeah. everything I could do to not have you. Uh, yeah. I wanted a miscarriage, but I'm so happy that I didn't. And yeah. all of a sudden you notice, wow, they're looking really wet. And it's because they're covered in paint thinner and she strikes up a match and wakes up again. Yeah. Uh, and this, I think, is what prompts her to suddenly camp out in her bathroom. And you hear her uh, reciting the, the words, incantation. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. The, the words uh, that, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, Joan told her to say. It's summoning time. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. And now Annie is the one who's hyper unhinged because she's waking everybody up. Mm-hmm. And boy, there's nothing like somebody rambling in a state like this that tells you that they're completely lucid to make you think, yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're not, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and, and, and I think, yeah, this is one of the, you know, actually many points, especially upon my first viewing of the film where I'm thinking to myself, like, is this, is this all in her head? Like, what is, what parts of this are, you know, was real? Like, you know, we're, we're presented it in a very naturalistic um, portrayal, but it's like, you know, you're kind of like, oh my god, is, she, is is Annie just crazy? 
mentally ill to the point where she is seeing all these things convinced she's doing all these things but then well and there's you... plenty of hints from mm -hmm. you know her you know her confession in group to um you know yeah the mental illness down the, yep. the fact that the mental illness and the difficulties they have is passed down mm -hmm. is hereditary and her sleepwalking and what she did when she was sleepwalking uh, so, yeah, yeah we get to see it and you uh, and 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 it's clearly difficult for the family but peter peter decides he's going to go along with it steve is like what is this i'm not having any of this like this is absurd you know no 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 we got to keep things exactly as they were and you know she you know she's rushing through it it's not quite all all there as maybe it should be in terms of the steps but it's just enough to actually you know sh you know i i had charlie's book she drew this this wasn't here before you know uh, and it, it's worked before it'll work again you know we can bring her back she's you know she's still here and and then you know it it goes and we get so again another incredible performance moment from actually performance moments from everyone involved where it's mm. like you know she is the voice of charlie comes out of tony collette you know like uh, and and it and it looks it's seamless it's done so well uh it's yeah truly strange yeah, things spiral out of control to the point where um steve splashes water on her and she has absolutely no memory of even like doing this seance yeah this yeah because there's things breaking and she's like what's going on like you know she's yeah she's mm -hmm. taken out of the trance um and um yeah the yeah peter just sobbing like crazy mm -hmm. uncontrollably yeah. and then they they, they kind of cut to him sitting on his bed just kind of process what all happened and they do another one of those perfect cuts where there he is in the exact same position sitting in the classroom yeah and this is where he notices a little shimmer on the floor and you know pyman is basically hunting him and he looks over and sees his reflection in the glass and the reflection is smiling back at him with that same it's creepy yeah, smile on yeah members faces yeah yeah it's doing it's doing like a sneer it's that sneer you know and we almost, get another yeah. cluck that snaps him out of this and shifts us over to another scene. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Steve uh, just, you know, again, kind of getting tough with uh, Annie and she just kind of implodes. Uh, this is, um, yeah, this is where she trashes her studio. Yep, yep. Um, she, because, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he and, calls and she, her and hangs up on her because he got a phone like, call you, from school. Hang up on me. Mm -hmm. um, and, and um, you know, Pete was freaked out. And um, and but she's just thinking to herself, like, you know, she yeah, she completely ruins the studio. And she yeah. after is, getting that phone call from the director playing uh, ultimately somebody from the gallery, uh, just checking in, you know, all our thoughts and prayers oh. are with you. But <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that was the voice of Ariasta. That's amazing. Yeah, That's so yeah. good. I, so yeah. she she snaps the back of that chair off listening to this and then just goes ham on the studio. Yeah, um, and and I think, but I think before that, uh, um, uh, uh, there's also at one point we get these little hints of the supernatural. I think it was um, uh, in terms of her working on something, and um, we we kind of uh, this is this is prior. I think it's where she, I can't remember, but like the point where she she. Oh, she knocks over like a paint job. Oh, that's before she goes to meet Joan for the first time and go have yeah, yeah the first her. time. Is that, yeah. Yeah. But you actually, if you watch that shot, when she reaches for what she thinks is paint, the paint is not knocked over by her. 
it actually just oh, knocks itself over. On its own. Like, yeah, on its own and, and, and spills onto Joan's number, which she gave her. Like, and it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. Like, you, oh, you kind that's of. Good. Yeah, yeah, really so well done. Like, you you, you miss it the first time, but then you, when you're watching it intently, you know, keen for it, it's it's right there, so much of it. And she, well, um, and, and Annie is, but Annie's disturbed um, and upset. Yeah. And she yeah. is. Steve and comes like, home and finds her wrong. sitting in the corner of the workshop yeah. and everything's trashed. And, well, he's like, I'm sleeping on the couch because I'm not sleeping next to that. And, uh, uh, this is where um, she goes to burn. She hears the scribbling, mm -hmm. and she walks into Charlie's room and finds the book. And, uh, and you can there's... see Peter's face being, mm -hmm. being. You know, he's in tears. Uh, you know, he's crying, and his eyes are crossed out, and it's it's messed up. And the book is draw. It has drawn these images itself. And is mm -hmm. you know you know fl you know it's like flicking through, and it's like Peter's in danger. So she takes mm -hmm. the book takes it downstairs to where steve is you know there's a fireplace that down there in there yeah like, i think this room. is like there's like dual planes of action happening here because also peter is uh he he's woken by a cluck and he opens his eyes and sees charlie standing in the corner and she makes a clucking noise and then her head falls head forward, forward and, and off and it turns into a ball so good yeah. it's so messed up it's so good yep and then we see the, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, again her sleeve lights on fire yeah. as she tries to burn the sketchbook yeah, yeah yep and, and it's like oh well yeah something's definitely up with this this book something's cursed or whatever i don't want to uh, self-preservation she's like i do not want to set on fire set myself mm -hmm. on fire she gets the book mm -hmm. back out um and then um we yeah we go to her um yeah she's going through things the next day right the belongings um, well, first she goes to confront Joan, and nobody's home, but we do get that shot inside, inside. Joan's apartment mm -hmm. with all the pieman paraphernalia, and there's lit candles that she left unattended. So I, you know, that's, that's yeah, not yeah, exactly and, and and we see and we see Peter's picture in the middle. Yep, and we picture also see from the outside there's a camera monitoring the entrance of Joan's apartment. Uh, yep. mm -hmm. I yeah. don't think it was there in the yeah, earlier it, time when oh, she went yeah, to go yeah. visit her. It may, it may have been, but we didn't see it. Or, But also, just a... And this has become, like I think, more common in a lot of modern horror films, especially, but films in general. Um, but, you know, it's that, um, that shot of the... You know, her walking down the hallway. It's one of my favorite shots. And I, one of my favorite oh, versions and, of this shot. And Astro likes know. to use this kind of shot, too. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Here we see it in Midsommar as well. The mm -hmm. upside down... Here we see Annie walking upside down. And, you know, but it pans to follow her and you, you and, and brings the scene, um, you know, right, right side, side up. up. Yeah, yep. it's, it's so well done. It's it's fantastic. And, and and then we're like, oh, yeah, no, things are the yeah. train. The train has left the station. Yeah. So whatever the hell is going on with this demon ritual thing. And yep. she goes, so Joan's home. not at home. But Annie looks home. down at that uh, welcome mat again. And is reminded because she's like, yeah, oh, got it's those. like yeah so she goes to check out her mom's stuff and she finds the mat that had been made for her as well as her brother because mm -hmm. it says charles on it it's yeah. uh yeah. and for peter and for, you know like yeah, mm -hmm. the, yeah, the, yeah and then mats. she opens up the other box and she finds some 
demonology texts. Yeah. Uh, in we get we we, to... we finally for those who aren't familiar with payment, we get to we get to see um you know what payment is and and talks about him, the god of mischief. Um, uh, you know, and great riches will be brought forth to whoever is able to summon him. He, the host, you know, he demands a male body. This is another key thing. And we see this, per, you know, a picture, an illustration of someone, you know, like uh, sitting atop a pile of like gold or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, there's a photo album as well within, yeah. within her mother's things. And, and I think this is, again, that dual plane of action thing happening because we're also getting uh, Peter being stalked by Joan at school. Yep. And she's like, He's, Peter, I expel you from your body. I, and, ca I, I cast you out. Yeah. And you none know. of the other students see her because. It... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's a variant. It's things when things start to get more more intense, it's ratcheted up. And he's like, yeah, sitting outside, like eating lunch or whatever. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, but she's just like the other woman was across the street like and not not in the school just like yep. you know he sees her through the fence you know yeah uh, and you know. we get the photo album like you said and as she tears through it she starts to see more and more connections with everything that was going on and yeah 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 we see lots photos of, pictures of, of yeah lots of pictures of joan with her mother um and her mother dressed all in white while a like a bride, of, yeah. Yeah, like, almost like a bride, yeah, while a group of people rain imitation gold coins down upon her. Like, you know, she's a cult <laughs> leader at this point, and it's like, it, it's so, like, but it's just, you know, we, we, we laugh about it because it sounds like a funny image, yeah, but it's just like, oh, no. Like, they were trying all this time to do this. But, again, because this is just what, Annie is seeing and experiencing and we just mm -hmm. get that even though we have that happening with Peter at the same time there is just this kind of like you know we get the sense of like Annie's crazy right like I you know as you said upon a first viewing you're not necessarily thinking about how much this cult you know that deal because this is the point in the film where we find out about payment Mm -hmm. payment is not even really mentioned up until this point in the film as far as i can recall like at all you know we get hints of the 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 symbol of him or whatever but we don't mm -hmm. know this is an audience and so uh, i'm just sort of like oh we're like oh no we're discovering it with with tony collette with annie and it's yeah it's so it's it's sublime it's fantastic. yeah and, and back at school uh you know peter's still being sort of stalked uh, you have the shimmer of payment going down the hallway, kind of like the lasers in that scene from the first mm. Resident Evil film. Uh, and at the end of the hallway, you see somebody at that school also clearly works for the cult because mm -hmm. he's very, very slowly looking out the window at him. And I think there's even a little wave. Yeah. Um, yeah. Creepy. Uh, another creepy figure watching him. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then. Um, Let's see. Uh, but, ba but basically, he he um he goes. He, then we we're back to with him in class. I think right? before that though, we get uh, uh finally uh for people watching this for the very first time, we get a much better hint at what's causing the smell in the house that they're all referencing. Uh, and we yes. get this from an email that uh Steve receives. Uh, he's with he's writing somebody of, else about Annie's de mental decline, and but he sitting, gets an email and he's, from, and he's sitting at work drinking. This and is not if mad you were him. 
you wouldn't would be you too. be yeah, yeah, you'd yeah. be into the brown yeah, liquor too at this yeah, point yeah yeah 100 yeah, percent. yeah you'd, you'd break out that bottle from inside your desk that no one knows is there um mm-hmm. and yeah you yeah you, you you're you're nine to five and you're saying like, but he gets that right. email from the cemetery about his uh you know his uh the, de- the desecrated insurance graves, claim right? or whatever yeah, yeah claim, you yeah. see the photos of the uh-huh. you know uh-huh. dug up graves yeah uh oh god and yeah, then we uh, cut from that to uh, Annie confirming, uh, and because she, she goes up into the attic and there's flies everywhere. Um, not exactly the best CG on the flies, but uh, still, oh, it, it I, get, yeah, 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 you get it, the it idea. still works. I think, yeah, yeah, I think, I think the um, yeah, it's it, it's ne- it never like bothered me, you know, like it's yeah, yeah. but I can, yeah, it's one yeah. of those things where like you you kind of you're gonna kind of have to for what they're trying to play yeah. off unfortunately, and, unfortunately this isn't the amityville horror where they're literally just gonna like fill a room with flies or whatever right, <laughs> like, yeah. right. Um, so she finds her mother's headless body and there's a candle burning there which again very clear that people have been going in and out because somebody has to keep replacing these candles right yeah, um, and and um and, there and is the, a, the sigils on the wall in blood yeah, um, and, and and she is she is in She's dressed in this, like, you know, again, white garment, this, like, you know, clearly, mm-hmm. ri- you know, r- robe of the ritual or whatever, um, which she wasn't wearing when she was, um, uh, you know, uh, open casket at the funeral. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. And, they, and then this is where we get back to school. And, and we see um, Peter. Peter gets yeah. into it with Payman. Yep. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You have, you just have this all of a sudden, you know, like the teacher's talking about whatever. And you know, it's like Peter, you got a question, and his hands yeah. up like this. Because he's being puppeteered. Yeah, it's... He's being puppeteered by payment, and you know, his face is like contorted. He's so yeah, his eyes all there. red. It's yeah, yeah, he's just got this like it's almost like he's having a stroke or something like that. Yeah. And oh and the, absolutely. And, 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 and then the class like turns around like Peter, what's going on? Yeah, and, the girl behind him uh just jumps out of her chair. Yeah, yeah because, 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 he, because he slams his head into the desk and like blood completely breaks his nose, bloody it he up. Dislocated his jaw yeah, doing yeah. the stunt. Uh, oh, really? Did he? Yeah, it's uh, something oh. from a prior injury. But oh uh, my god! But, yeah, 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 yeah he, he goes in, up doing and, this. And, but then he after after he hits his head a couple of times or whatever it is he like he's scared of it himself and he's back to peter and he's like you see him like just like on the floor like completely traumatized by what's just happened and it's you know and then yeah uh he yeah he gets you know the the phone rings at home and he is um you know not there yeah she's standing outside under the tree house because she can't stand to be in the house yeah exactly yeah um, and, um, and yeah, and so the dad gets the call and, you know, has to go pick him up at school. And you, yeah, you, again, you get that same thing from when he was sitting at, um, at his job. It's sort of like, he's just like, he, he, he just bursts into tears at this point. It's too much for him to take. Right. You know, yeah. He, he nearly like, runs so. a red light. And yeah, then when it did. turns green, he kind of forgets to take off again. And, mm. you know, his, his world is crumbling as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Steve brings Peter home and he is so over Annie's bullshit at this point. Uh, they, you know, she's, she's racing at the car trying to tell him about all these things she's uncovered. And he's like, 
get the fuck out of my way. Our kid is not well. Yeah. You need to help me get him in the house. Get yeah. his feet. Well, yeah, yeah. They, they put happened? him into bed fully clothed. And this is where she starts, you know, kind of spiraling, telling him about, well, I found my mom's body in the attic and there's blood on the walls and there's, you know, all these pictures of and her and this, my friend Joan. And, and if and, you're and, Steve and, and, at this point. Yeah, he he won't. He's like, I'm not going to entertain this anymore. Like, you need help, Annie. You know, mm-hmm. and you would, and you would be in that position. You would think there is a psychological problem with your, with your, with your, with your partner. Well, and he's a partner. therapist too. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. He's actually, yeah. I think Tony Collette said that the backstory that she was given was that she was potentially his patient at one time. That was it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And their relationship, yeah, went from, yeah. uh, yeah, that, which makes complete sense and is so, yeah, it's so it, fucked it, up. It, it, yeah, it, yeah, it's so messed up, but it's like, you know what? You just, you feel that. And it's like, he's like, oh my God, I've had to deal with this. And it's still, you know, still not right. Like, it's so, yeah. Oh, God. And then she convinces Steve to go check the attic. Just please, please go up yeah. there. Yeah. My mother's and, body and is it, up and, there. And he, and he does. You hear his scream from yeah. off camera. Oh. Yeah. And, 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 and then. She, and she, but Annie goes. Annie is not waiting for him to do this. She goes and she gets the book. You know, she she and she says, you know, the book is the key. You know, you've yeah. got, you know, we've got to destroy it. But when I tried, when I try to throw it into the fire, you know, uh, I caught on fire, and he's just sort of like, you know, I won't do this anymore. They're standing yeah, by he, the fireplace. And, and if you're Steve throughout this film, you're putting two and two together, just like he is. Like you kept saying you were going to the movies, but you didn't. You went. You dug your mother up. This was yeah, you exactly. There. Yeah, You're and 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 at, this, and at this point, certain audience members will be along the way for, with it, right? Like yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, because we're like, not a hundred that yeah, she's yeah, experiencing she, she, all and, of this, and and, and and that she we in a scene where we weren't with her, she went and did it. You know, for all we know, mm-hmm. um, and and that is just how well, you know, like mental illness and grief is covered in this film. It's it's yes. it's kind of. Um, yeah, I, I actually, um, yeah, it's just, it's like, this is clear, like passed on to the, uh, you know, to her and, and she is unfortunately in the, in the same way that a lot of times mental illness is, um, you know, well, I'll speak, I'll speak from a personal point of view. My mom clearly has issues. And a lot of those same issues are passed on to me. Like, you know, it's just like, it's, it's, it's clear. Like, you know, you know, mental illness is not born of merely the environment in which you're raised. It's like, you can inherit these problems from, from parents, from, you know, and, and I think that, um, even though this is where hereditary is fully turning into an actual horror film rather than just a family tragedy, the, the, the fact of the matter is, is like the film treats both of those elements um completely you know it play, it, they're all played straight you know uh, for lack of a better term but like they give it they're given the attention that they deserve in mm-hmm. you know it's like it's like actually the the reason why by this point in the film you're like ah, no you're like what is happening what is going on like you're as crazed as annie is um is is because you you, you know the groundwork is laid throughout as we as we've gone on to do and and that's why when um you know she she you know steve refuses to throw the book into the fire but well and i think he's also realizing that 
what she's saying is that she's willing to sacrifice herself. She's just not strong enough to do it herself because mm-hmm. she's still anticipating that she's going to yeah. yeah, light up when he throws mm-hmm. this book in. Yeah. But and, and then he's like, no, no, I'm not entertaining these delusions mm-hmm. anymore. No, yep. forget it. And ultimately, she snatches the book from him and throws it into the fire. And he's the one that we, lights yep. up. Yeah, we, we cut we cut to the wide and we see him completely engulfed in flames. And then... And then that shimmer, and we realize that she now... Mm. You see the change in her face as well. Yeah, yeah. with the sacrifice, it's like, oh, now she is possessed by whatever evil force has driven all of this to happen. You know, obviously brought forth by Mm -hmm. the cult. And then we get another one of those cuts between day and night, and it's also peppered in with naked cult members around the house. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, the exterior shots of the yeah, the day to night of the house. Yeah, all of these naked bodies then within the woods that surround the house, and you're like, oh, what the fuck is happening? Uh And and I think this next sequence is probably the best in the film, purely because it takes. It, it's like this is this is where this is where the roller coaster ride starts to like mm-hmm. ratchet and up. There, and there's so many little detail bits that I really hate to miss because, it, like you said, very much roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter wakes up and he sees the treehouse through his window, but instead of the typical red glow from the space heaters that we've seen throughout this there film, is a, there is a, a you can tell it's firelight. It's yeah, firelight. There, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a yeah, there's a different light to it. It's be and. And we actually get the light increasing as we are back and forth, showing a wider shot of Peter in bed. Mm-hmm. And in and the he cinema... Kind of, yeah, he, he kind of struggles to get up. And when he does, it's that wider shot. And you can just barely make out Annie doing her best Spider-Man impression. No, 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 no. Y- yes, most certainly. Yeah, just absolutely just... Like completely, Annie is up in the corner of that room, directly above him. He's distracted by the treehouse outside his window. Yep, and, and he like, calls out for his mom and dad. Yeah. And then you cut back to the window and you see the the motion light that's over the garage. Yeah, you see that, that flip it. on, yeah, and on, it's yeah. likely from a passing nude cult member. But oh, yeah. uh, and then we cut back to him. And so and if, you do, if you missed it the first time, you see it again. You see, you truly and then you see, see her, her crawl along yeah, her, the wall, her, yeah, yeah, like the a, door. Like, like, silently, like she, she, yeah, she floats basically. She floats, mm-hmm. uh, you know, along the wall when he is like, you know, and he misses it. Um, and it's like just before he turns around to look into that corner that she does this. Yeah, and and and, and, and we, um, to be honest, our description is butchering it. This, this, oh, that, absolutely, the, yeah, yeah. The the build to this and the unsettling nature of seeing her perched up in that corner and realizing it and then going oh god no like is absolutely just just one of the most incredible sensations and i still get it i know it's going to happen but it's right there oh, it's and just, still gonna give you chills yeah, absolutely it's still gonna give you chills there is no jump scare that will ever beat that in terms of a sense of pure like Oh my god, dread and like it's so so messed up. Like it's so Peter wants to know what's going on and he gets up, kinda slowly walks, steps into the doorway of his parents' room, and calls out for them again. 
And then from downstairs, we hear the bang of the overturning piano and then the snapping of the piano wire. Yeah. And it's, uh, oh, and it was multiple God. viewings before I caught any of that. Oh my God. But because well, you just, your uh, first well, viewing, well, if you well, do that. hear the sound, you just right. hear the crash, oh right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've just, but right, we'll, when you put know a, what's. Let's put a pin in that. Jesus Christ, God. It's so, this is like, this is filmmaking. This is like horror filmmaking on a level of like Edgar Wright baby driver. You know what I mean? Like yeah. where every, every year. Everything needs to be storyboarded is, and is, yeah. It, well, no, no, but it's just like these songs and everything is edited to the beat of the song that is playing at that time. Mm -hmm. and, orchestration of it it's it's um it, uh, yep. but, but also it doesn't draw attention to itself in the way a lot of films do when they are well other putting... films would show the piano or you know would would yeah. absolutely call out specific attention to what's I, I, happening. I, I, and, and it's like actually you know show but don't tell that's that's what cinema is right it's like they show right. but don't tell and it's like they are they are still showing even when they're not like that's 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 the beauty of this film it's it, you're, you're seeing it even when you're not it's it's mm -hmm. it's or you're hearing it it's the sound design is so good and yeah he he sort of like you know rushes down he goes downstairs yeah, he, he, well i don't know if he rushes necessarily yeah, yeah, because yeah, he's not, pretty yeah. freaked out but he calls out hello calls out for his mom and that's when he, he kind of hears a little bit of crackling and looks down and sees his charred father Yep, yep, and yep. Burn, as you're looking me. up from the father into his face, the camera is panning upward, and you see Annie up in the corner of the ceiling again, doing this, you know, the spider Annie thing. Yep, and he starts to turn around and sees uh, this that, the that naked same, cult member yep, from yep, the yep, funeral, yep, this, the guy yep, with the, the bleach same, blonde yep, hair. Yeah, same guy. And his, sees and him his in the perfect white smile, like mm -hmm. this grin that glows and, in the dark. So as he's distracted and turned around looking at this guy, you hear the thunk because while he was distracted, and he, and he crawled down. across the ceiling and dropped what? down into that corner and comes back bursting out of the shadows and 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 that is uh, and we go from one of the most tense builds towards absolutely all-time greatest jump scares like i fucking like and it's point, not even it, really punctuated with the sound or music necessarily but like, it's the, the visual of it because you because you are there right there with him in that moment and you just don't you just get her like rushing towards him chasing him back up the stairs up the stairs and, and where, up the ladder into the where, attic where, where she where the ladder that goes up into the attic has already been laid for him to go up and it's mm -hmm. and and then you get um and oh god yeah but basically oh, you continue with the description because i'm 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 losing well just he nearly it. eats okay. shit before he makes it to the ladder but yeah, yeah, you know he yeah. kind of stumbles <laughs> and so yeah, does she and yeah, yeah, if he's lucky that she did because otherwise he would have been toast but he makes it up the ladder he um the the barrel bolt he slides to lock it from the inside and he's just screaming out that he's sorry he's sorry he's sorry and you hear this thudding from the other side this constant pounding and, 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 this, and then and this is mm, now this is this was a trailer shot but i forgot about it when I was yeah. watching the film, because of course I would. And you cut to 
Annie on the ceiling at the trap door, banging her head inside, like to try and get in. And it is so, because you hear the knocking first and it just br brought me right back to another knocking sound in a different horror film altogether, which was on the first I actually ever watched, but didn't finish until years later. And it is a, a different tone and different mood because in, um, but where a sound fills you with this sense of like pure fear um or at least tension and unease or whatever um just you know everything we love about horror in the shining before you see a certain visual you hear this rhythmic boom 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 boom, boom. and it's of and it's it's not even a, a scary moment in the shining but it's just the sound the, of jack torrance the tennis knocking, ball. Yeah. yeah 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 throwing a <laughs> tennis ball against the wall but it is done in such a way that it is like you know the yeah, you know, sound sound is horror's greatest sort of like asset, and it's not respected to the degree it is nearly, you know, I, or at least by I think a, you know a lot of people. It's like, oh, I want to see like gore, and, and and that's and that's a part of it. But yeah, this is a moment in Hereditary where completely the sound design. I actually phys I physically remember like basically jumping, like leaving my seat, like going to ah! like because of the cut to her on the ceiling following that knocking and it's like and i had seen that in the cinema <laughs> like already technically but it was just it's it's yeah once it, once the pieces are in place it's there's nothing like yeah it. yeah it's um it's something all right she's got some superpowers now from payment uh so he backs away from the um from the the trap door there and he sees all these lit candles and he's, all he, this he's seeing the scene. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And okay, grandma's no longer there, but in the space previously occupied by her body, he finds he's, a photo of him with his eyes basically scratched out or yep. punched out of the photo or mm -hmm. something. It's it's very roughly done. Um and Oh God, um, he's you know freaking out at, you know like you do in, in this type of scenario, and he turns after he hears this little sound to find his mother floating in the air and sawing off her own head with Using a piano, the piano wire. wire. Yep, and I While, completely missed that. Yeah, like, yeah that's so good. Well, I didn't miss. I didn't miss. I didn't miss her sawing her head off, but I missed that it was wire from the piano. Yeah. Yep. Like, and as he's witnessing so this horrific event, he notices three more cult members naked standing in the corner and he gets a little wave from one of them because yeah. they're all smiles and, it, and, it, and, and at and this he's point so freaked out by it he just fucking has to get out he yep, bolts yep yeah understandably he dives through the window and crashes to the ground yeah. below and um as, as, as we as we go as we as the head as the head yeah of she's going faster and faster yeah, yeah, and then you, you don't, yeah, you don't see the head yeah, come yeah, off, yeah. but you do hear the drop. And then you see the shadow of her floating headless corpse go over him. And then there's another payment shimmer that yeah. finds its way to him. Finally finds back. the host that it needs. And we, and it is confirmed for us when he stands up and we just get this one shot of him and we get the we get the we get the clock we get the tick and yes it's... and he looks up and he sees her headless corpse floating up the treehouse ladder 
and he walks by, unfortunately, the corpse of their dog. They yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the fucking dog. kill the dog. I hate when they kill the dog. But, but they don't make a big deal out of it, but it's just like, Thank yep, God. The entire uh, family is gone. Like, yeah, we're getting animal sacrifice in here too, people. Like, you know, mm -hmm. we're giving payment everything he wants and more. Um, and yeah, so, we... Yes, yeah, we payment yeah. ascends. Yeah, um, yeah he indeed, climbs yeah. the ladder and... Uh, finds inside the treehouse uh, Charlie's head, crowned atop mm -hmm. a mannequin with Payman's sig sigil, and then Ellen and Annie's headless corpses bowing before it. Yeah, yeah, and because which and we do we did actually we you do get the full visual I think of both the corpses floating up, don't you? At one point, or am I misremembering? I think it was just Annie's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, it's just Annie's. Yeah, because yeah, because uh, oh yeah, of course, yeah, just Annie's because um yeah, of course uh you know Gran Granny's already up there. Um, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, along with the rest of the cult, uh, who are all bowed before, um, yeah, uh, Charlie's head on this mannequin and Joan gets up, picks up the crown, places it on top of Peter. Now fully Charlie Payman. She even makes reference of, uh, Charlie now being inside his body. And, um, it, it's quite the speech. Uh, about you know Payman being one of the kings of hell, and, and she, mm. she goes on a bit, but it's it's ending with you know hail Payman, you know very similar to uh, you know hail Satan, the year is one from Rosemary's Baby. Um, yeah, and it's, it's, it's it, and it's but also it is a the it, instead of a doomed ending, a a dour ending. It is the music that plays the organ style um, mm -hmm. element of the score, you know, is. Well, and also they cut out to this basically taking place in a diorama. Yeah. Of the treehouse. Mm -hmm. And then it, credits in Joni Mitchell. Yeah, uh. exactly. Yeah, it's. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's absolutely. It's perfect because upon first viewing you're like well that's a very weird ending what the fuck did i just watch but when you go back it's actually like oh yeah this is because the the, the cult this is what they wanted it's yeah. a happy it's a happy ending for for somebody yeah for, 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 for payment and for the untold riches therein um mm -hmm. that they'll get and and it, i suppose for charlie i guess <laughs> um but I think but, I think Charlie's still a little confused as to what's going on. I, I I mean Charlie, for all intents and purposes, could have been payment from the start. Um, yeah, in some you, ways, it, it just yeah. That yeah. that's the nice <laughs> thing about that. The the, the the one of the best things about Hereditary is that actually these different viewings of it are it is so open to interpretation and that was clearly intended that you can view this almost purely as a um you know as a, as a, as i talked about as a, almost a treatise on mental illness that's mm -hmm. something that still resonates with me for it um mm -hmm. dealing with interpersonal family struggles um that is then you know kind of it's 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 realized through you know vivid nightmare imagery and disassociation and you know but 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 then brutal honest real conversational scenes you know the dinner table and 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 then uh you know but but just about how 
you know, actually, you know, mental mental illness can truly tear a family apart yep. and and kill everything about it. <laughs> like that's that's one way to view it. Or you can have this as purely one of the best demonic possession you know ritualistic movies that's ever been made because absolutely it 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 takes that genre and you know grounds it in a way but still gives you the very best of it without positioning it from you know you you it's it's it is what the best parts about it are what you don't see almost but what you see is so well performed and it intricately executed to a point that means that when you know i was thinking about this before the show and you know I, I, we had a conversation about it i was like you know are we gonna you know re you know rehash the whole plot are we gonna do the thing where like we i'm engaged I could just sit and tell someone who didn't know and they would hate it, the whole story of this film, because actually if the past, you know, two hours of, you know, show having an issue, like it's just you don't need to be because it is just and it's not gonna be for everyone. And that's you know, oh, one of the things like yeah, so many people yeah, no. So many people would you know you might have paused it earlier, watched the review, and be like, you know, why are these guys so high on this fucking movie? But it's like it's because it is a true work of art and vision that you know, you know, God, God, God bless A twenty four, right? Uh, and the fact that they enable and um, are able to give um, artists it, and it really, you know, it you know, some people call it elevated horror, art house horror. Um, I, I'm but, not a super fan no, of no, those no, terms, no, no, but, no, uh, no, but most, I, I understand where no, they're coming from. But but to, but to me, like this comes from the same school as directors like Sam Raimi, Dario Argento. Not because it is similar in tone or execution, but because it is a pure, completely you know shocking in a lot of ways like it just it gives you something you do not get anywhere else like evil dead 2 suspiria hereditary like this these, is the, this director's vision yeah 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 and, without and question yeah, without question it is complete and every person who is involved in it there's you know dozens upon dozens upon dozens of people as those credits roll and it's mm -hmm. like you every one of them needs to be appreciated because they made this happen and you know and all of these are like you know yeah influenced by real life and you know you, you know come from a real place but it's like these are original visions and i well thanks for letting me gush about it man because yeah. it's like yeah you you kind of yeah that's kind of the point of this whole thing so. yeah. <laughs> It's just, it's just so, it's just so fucking great. I, yeah. I, I know, and it really did, it, and it just set me on. If I wasn't on that path or starting to be already, it was just like, oh my god, how many more horror films can I see? I, and it is for me, Hereditary is the bar against which everything else is measured. It's not fair to do so because you it, don't I, get it. You don't, yeah. you don't get it every every time. But it's it's like I'm. It's always going to be there as it. It's like this is my favorite horror film of all time, 
um among among a crowd of you know absolutely fantastic pictures but it's um it still stands and will oh, i i think i, I think th this I, is very much in a top five for me for sure mm -hmm. because you know, i can never I, I can never be definitive enough in my you know favorites of whatever to just sure. say yes this one specific film is my favorite but yeah it's for me it is there with you know the shining it is there with uh, the Silence of the Lambs. It's um, it's in the those upper echelons and always will be. Obviously, uh, one thing that I did want to discuss that oh, I almost forgot: um, Disappointment Boulevard. We're supposed to get that this year, right? Yeah, That's no, this is yeah, yeah. This episode will be releasing ahead of um, the uh, third um uh film which i have just found out is apparently going to be more of like a horror comedy um apparently um and so i um i love first of all i love i love the name disappointment boulevard that's a great title because um for a lot of people um after hereditary um midsummer was something of a disappointment not for me but i think it is a an, a difficult second film for ariasta mm -hmm. again an unassailable lead performance from a uh, you know uh, a, Pugh, an actress. Yeah. Florence Pugh is incredible in it, and holy shit! If Hereditary gives you the unsettling, um, you know, forty minutes in, where the fuck is this going? Midsummer just puts it right up front. Um, we not, I'm not going to get into Midsummer because that's a future episode for you to you to <laughs> you to discuss with someone. Maybe maybe I'll come back for it. Um, but I um, <laughs> I absolutely you know I was. Yeah, I I am so I don't you know what this is the thing, I I I have got the perfect horror film in my mind from Ari Aster. He can do whatever the fuck he wants next, and I am there day day one release. You know, like I'm buying a ticket for whatever he does next because absolutely, I, I, especially in terms of modern horror directors and visionaries, it's like it's him, it's Jordan Peele. You know, like there, you know, and and there's you know other many others, but um. You know, you know, Karen Kusama, like you know, right, right there, like you know, up, up there, and, and it's oh, hereditary. It's so yes, uh, may I also recommend Brian Bertino because if you like Bleak, the Dark and the Wicked, ooh, <laughs> it is, uh, it's something. <laughs> Oh wait, hold on. He's the director of The Strangers. Uh, oh, and The Dark and the Wicked. I've not. I didn't know that one. I've not seen that. He is another outstanding modern horror director. Oh, oh, uh, oh most certainly. And, and Mike Flanagan. Oh, let's let's not beat around the bush oh, there. Oh um, shit! Yes, Mike Flanagan. Yeah, especially when it comes to yeah, like you know the uh, for fans. Yeah, Hereditary is for fans of um, the Haunting of Hill House, the Haunting of Bly Manor, um, Midnight Mass. Um, in a lot of ways, because it deals. You know that all of those deal with, you know, intense family relationships as well, mm -hmm. um, and um, yeah. So it's and I, I believe at least in the UK and Europe, um, Hereditary has been on Netflix for some time. So um, if you're listening uh, to it from uh, there, let me just show you. Yep, her both Hereditary and Midsummer are on um, are on Netflix over here. So um, definitely, yeah, you can't you. you 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 are in for an experience, and you it, even if it, you don't like it, you're not gonna ha have ever watched anything like it in my mind, at least. Uh, and I'm and I'm and I'm someone who is still educating himself about horror in a lot of ways. Like I'm I've not seen you know you know there's films that you will cover on this show. Where I'll be like, oh sorry, I haven't seen it. Yeah, um, it's on my list though. You know, like some 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 classics, but. 
Yeah, um, I I feel like I'm constantly seeing stuff that uh, you know I I unfortunately I have missed. It's um, yeah. you know, I, we, I've been around for quite some time, but no, uh, any, you know, anyone, um, anyone who ever decries and is like, "How can you have not seen X?" or but well, well, not the film X that recently came out, which is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I, I still did need you... to see that, by the way. Um, but uh, I know, I know, I can't wait. Really I can't wait. Really it, yeah, um, um, but um, but yeah, the you know. Don't gatekeep, especially if yeah. it comes oh, to any, well, film, pop culture. Don't be a gatekeeper and uh, and just enjoy. And, and that's something films. that I've made a big point of on this show. I am not doing this in any way to shit on a particular horror film. Uh, I am doing this to you know mm-hmm. lift up somebody's love of a particular film. Yes. Uh, because you know what? Don't yunk somebody else's yum at the end of the day. And, and also, um, and, and and also, it's a goddamn miracle that anything gets put that gets taken from idea to page to screen Mm -hmm. because even the shittiest film ever, you know, somebody that I sincerely doubt that many people strike out to make a bad. No one, no one, no one is trying to make a bad film. It's just, unless it's explicitly stated in the film itself. I, I have, I have, I have made, you know, of varying lengths i've never made anything feature length but like i've made short films i've made even shorter youtube videos over the past decade and you know even a little bit before that and it's like if i look at you know one of the first like you know little films i've made it is not good but that's because it's like the only way to get good is get better at it and also you know these things take so you know to do it right is an art a true art and it's oh, absolutely God. yeah fantastic and yeah, just basically watch Hereditary. That's, that's, yeah. that's all you yeah, need to do. I, I, I think <laughs> those are some good final thoughts on the film. Um, Joe, if you'd like, where can people find you? Oh, yes. You can find me at Joe Medforce on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Um, of course, um, if you want little bite-sized thoughts and uh, you know videos and photos and things. And then um, I stream pretty much every week, um, at least once a week, on twitch.tv slash Joe Medforce. Um, and if you miss those and you want to see me, you know, um, loving Nintendo and but basically doing whatever the hell I damn well, please um, go to youtube.com slash Joe Medforce. And I would implore you to follow me on at least one of those platforms because um, this year um, I will be, I mean, and everyone's everyone's got something they're working on. I'm 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 doing a show with a very close friend of mine that I can't necessarily tell you all about yet, but um it it is very much in the vein of um lifting up what we love. Um uh, you know, just uh in a in a more broad sense of the word. So um you know, definitely uh well that know. sounds awesome. Yeah. It costs nothing yeah. to hit that follow button and do the same of course with Mr. Joe Mertens, hit the subscribe button for Murders with Mertens. You know, yeah, that's, just, that's... just, just, you know what? Straight up murder that bloody subscribe button. Hell yeah. <laughs> hit that like and share the videos with your friends. Oh, I'll come for you <laughs> in the same way that freaking Torrance did in The Shining. Or that's right. The, that's right. We are threatening <laughs> with subscriptions here. Uh, yes, that is, uh, because this, uh, you know, it's largely a hobby at this point, but uh, that is like my minor goal with this. Uh, by hopefully by the end of the year, I'll have hit at least URL. 100 subscribers so that I can at least get the custom URL. Yes, that's, a, that's, that's there's, no, there's nothing wrong with that, and that's a nice um, little step. Uh, and of course, to just improve as this goes along, this has been yeah. tons of fun. Um, Thank you so much again for having me on, man. It's been absolutely, amazing. it's been an absolute pleasure. I'd love to have you back on a future episode. Oh, always, this man. is uh, super fun. 
But this has been Murders with Mertens, a horror film podcast. Thank you for letting us tickle your ear holes. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe and all that. I'll be back soon enough with another episode. But until next time, stay spooky, everyone. Yeah. <laughs>